What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 21. I got some people at Kind of Funny Live saying, you're right, that sucks. And he should stop doing that. And I had some people at Kind of Funny Live saying it was fucking awesome. Oh, I hate it when this happens. There's no clear feedback. Who wins? Yeah. Well, I'm with you. We should make two opposing shirts. One that says... Whatever. And then have a debate. Yeah, oh, I love that. Maybe two kind of funny back to back T-shirt Tuesdays. Yes. Oh, that's a, it's a genius idea. So, so here's the deal, guys. I'm Tim Geddes. If you didn't know that, I'm here with the coolest dudes in video games, Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller. Hi. We're, uh. we're joined by a very special guest. His name is Trevor Starkey. Hello. You might know him on Twitter as Snarky Starkey. Snarky Starkey, which is a great name. Thank you. Great, great name. Somebody Why? has it on Instagram. I found that out oh, this week. Those motherfuckers. I hate when that happens. See, I thought that, and I thought, well, he's probably pissed that I have it on Twitter. Mm, that's true. It's now way better to have it on Twitter me. than Instagram. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter's a little bit more yeah. important. So here's the deal. Why are you here right now? I'm here because uh, when I switched out of the Symphony of the Night book club tier, I switched right into the Patreon tier to be on the Gamescast. And that is amazing. Thank you so much. That is Thank awesome. You. And also, I'm, you were I'm here happy to support you guys because you were at kind and of I was at kind of funny live. Yes, that was that was beautiful. Also, I, I doubled up and made it a, a week long vacation, which makes sense because you are now in San Francisco, California, but you are from Phoenix, Arizona. That's far away, guys. Are you the final kind of funny live? Are you like the last toy on the island of misfit toys here? I might be. I mean, of the certainly of the core group that I've been hanging out with for the sure. last week. Sure. Yeah. Um, like uh, I know Sean and Alex left yesterday, and Do you have uh, cheerful goodbyes with them. Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, we all said our goodbyes after uh, we did uh, after the picnic in the park. We did um, uh, taco shop at Underdogs, awesome. and that was kind of where everybody kind of hopped in their Ubers and, Underdogs so and went our ways. Yeah. Before we get into the whole rigmarole, how was your kind of funny live experience? Oh, uh, so great! This has been uh, uh, one of the most memorable weeks of my life. Um, kind of funny. Uh, itself, uh, I was one of the the kind of the core group of like thirty or forty people that were hanging out starting Thursday. We did our first kind of thing at Wing Wings, yeah, uh, and then went and saw Avengers. Sat right next to Greg, and that was awesome. Um, uh, and then I didn't fall asleep. You, you did not. My Cameron roommate did. Cameron did, and, <laughs> and I snored and like snored. A train in Avengers. And then yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't hear him during Avengers. I was apparently sitting far enough away from him, but I heard him the rest of the trip snoring. And that was uh, <laughs> great. That was exciting. So Cameron, oh, Colin's favorite. Thanks, thanks for that. That's why Nick and I have to sleep in the same room when yeah. we travel because I can't sleep with this. Fucking it was great after. Uh, I'm borderline. Yeah, after uh, after kind of funny live, uh, I, I got home first and fell asleep, and then woke up at some point in the middle of the night, and he had been home, and I was like, "He's not snoring. What's going?" He just like face planted into the pillow, and so any snoring was being he muffled was by that. I, that's, I was a little afraid of that. Was he crying into it due to the no mercy ass whooping I had given him right before he left? He, he probably was. That was probably uh, a huge factor in why he was. So sad. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast, where we talk to you every week about video games and all the cool stuff that you want to hear about. It comes live every Friday, the new episode. You can get it early over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, or you can get it late, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, however you want. It's broken up topic by topic, Monday through Thursday. I'm doing a pretty okay job doing all this, so I'm pretty happy about Very that. Good. I yeah. want to jump in real quick, yes. just to remind people, because we have a lot of Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games supporters here, mm. that Colin and Greg Live is now available at the $15 tier, which is already the established tier for all the early podcasts, the exclusive podcasts, and the Q&A, but we threw in Colin and Greg Live every day on YouTube as a private link if you want that as well. And it's, it's resonating, Greg. Yeah, yeah, people are happy. It's resonating like a bell that has been rung, but you can still mm. hear the chime of it. Yeah, I was looking. It looks like you guys got a lot of new people in that tier the last few days. Oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, we, and we debated, frankly, like what to put, what, what level to put that at, and we were actually at a higher level. And then I was like, well, no, like let's do it at a lower level yeah. because I think that people really want it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now they're going to get it. 
Yeah, it's good. I'm really excited to see how that turns out because Colin and Greg Live is a great show, and I wish Thank that you. more it's people get, get to see it. So it's a show. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something. definitely something. It's a it's, definitely... it's a garbage truck on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Speaking every garbage truck on fire is everything that we do. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Lost garbage truck on fire just happened to be a nice shiny garbage <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. truck. It, it, it was, was pretty solidly run. Like there were very few hiccups that I noticed. So yeah, well, that's great. Great, to great hear. job. So yeah, yeah no, it was a, it was a very solid night. From the the user, Good. that's user. the one we. That's the only angle that's we care about. Yeah, we also we announced the kind of funny forums over there. So if you guys haven't been there yet, definitely check out kindoffunny.com slash forums. Get your username. Go start talking. Specifically in terms of Gamescast, there's a video game discussion forum. Let's get going there because we. I want to take a lot of your topics and stuff. Usually, I get them from Twitter. I want to start getting them from the forums. So mm. please start like going that. there. Start Great. doing all that stuff. It's gonna be fun. We made a lot of announcements. Wait, you can say something? Yeah. What's up? That's usually what Greg's sign is. You're starting to go into the rigmarole here. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to just to have a moment to talk about how good The Witcher is. Okay. The Witcher's so good. Is it good? Colin, are you enjoying The Witcher? Yeah, I'm, I'm liking it very much. I mean, it's 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 horrifying for someone like me to play a game like that because I'm so OCD. It's like, that's why I didn't finish Far Cry 4 because eventually I was like, I played Far Cry 4 for like 30 hours and I didn't even get close to beating it. Because I'm like getting every little treasure, and, like, and I'm like, I can't play it. Like, and and I, yeah. after a while, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And so, like last yeah. night, you just went through and got every question mark. And Dude, everything. I, yeah. So, I, like on the second map, which is a huge map, I got, I got, I activated every side quest and activated all the signposts so you could quick travel. I have literally, literally fifty side quests oh that like I have not engaged. <laughs> that like are just there, and it says like suggested level, and some of them are like level thirty three, and I'm like I'm level four. Yeah. You know, so and now oh, there's a bunch of question marks I got to go like investigate. It's been a long time Ooh, where I've been man. so amped for a game, and then it got here and it lived up the expectations, and I, all I want to do is play it. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. This has been the yeah. first time where we've had a game come out that I've been anticipating while we're running the business. And so now it's like, oh, fuck. I got work to do. Yeah. I got a message. So, all Patreon people. Someone just, someone just tweet- make it like a Let's Play for yeah, the next I month. Every, every yeah, Let's yeah, Play yeah, yeah. is yeah, that for the next month. We'll just record some Let's Plays of it tomorrow. No, we are. That's on oh, the okay, schedule. Cool. Um, someone tweeted at me a picture of... of um, He's like, this is me leaving work so I can play Witcher 3. And it was a Costanza. shot of Costanza pushing the clown out of the way on that episode of Seinfeld where the thing's on fire. I don't, you guys probably nope. don't know. I remember this. Kev remembers. Thank, Kevin you. Knows, wanted, thank you. I just wanted to make oh, sure. Oh, yeah, no. Witcher this is the first time we've, I've its... been on a game cast since The Witcher dropped. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very much in love. Good. Very, very good. We have to take this idiot out to dinner. I'm just going to be like, give, so me, sorry. give me a Coke. I'll drink the Coke. And I'm like, you had your dinner. I'm <laughs> here. So <laughs> it's, it's at home waiting for me now. I got oh, the email from Amazon today. And I'm like, God damn it. Why did, why did I do this? Why I'm like, this stupid show. Sitting with these idiots yeah, for a couple days. Uh, I, have, I have a slight correction. You said you're going to order a Coke. And then they're going to be like, uh, is Pepsi okay? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Game over, Greg. Yeah. So, okay. We're talking about Kind of Funny Live. We made, we made a lot of announcements there. Right. A lot of huge announcements that change the world, sure. the universe of yeah. kind of funny, mm-hmm. at the very the least. cinematic universe. Some of those announcements, I think, got overlooked. One of those announcements being the fact that Tim Gettys is now the proud owner of a PlayStation Vita. Yes, we fucking did it, shoe. You did it. Woo! You did it. This is the the. It's an OLED one. I got a brand new one off of eBay. Wow, nice. In box. How much did it cost? It cost me ninety dollars. Wow. Yeah, Fuck, that's really good. I made off like the a Vita goddamn bandit. I'm pretty sure I included that in my recap of the event. Yeah, oh, I you think did. That was you the, did. The you kickoff. did. You did. Yeah. So, so this is good. Now, my topic for today, guys. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting at this table with two of the probably biggest faces of the PlayStation Vita, and and I, I know you are also a supporter of mm. this this handheld indeed console. 
with its vast library. Vast of library, games. yeah. And I it really to, does have a vast library. I want to be now indicted into this world. Indicted. What do I need what do I need to do here? Because here's the thing. Earlier, Trade it and get the new Vita Slim. No, not no, gonna, not gonna do no. that. Better you want the OLED. Better better. So here's the this, thing. I mean Colin. this chunky bastard. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's great. Just because so you've Colin, got you fat keep, fingers, Greg. <laughs> you keep giving me shit because you're like, oh, it's not turning on, it's not turning on. And then like you just a second ago, like you had to hold it to turn it on. Yeah. I'm like, and you're like, why do you do it that way? I'm like, I've literally have not. Yeah, it still has set the factory settings yet. on it. Yeah, so I mean that's one thing is that you never turn the Vita off. I don't think I've turned my Vita off in three years. But is that something that everyone does? Is that like a the cool yeah, kids. that's what a cool kid really? Free, I mean, yeah, until it in freezes, the same way yeah. that you can just like close the clamshell of the 3DS and it everything stays active. You can just push a button on there See, and not turn that. it. Completely. But unlike you turn your 3DS off too. Yeah, you but, are insane. But Why? unlike the 3DS, Why do you do the 3DS that? will Why die. I care about battery. The 3DS will die yeah, if you do that for a few days. The Vita will not die. The Vita can stay on for literally weeks. Yeah, and be totally fine. So, um, yeah, you so want to do, do that. So you turn after you go through all the factory settings, you just press the button on the top and it goes like that, and then you press it again and yeah, it goes. Put it to sleep. So yeah, like it goes a, to it's sleep. It's more mode. like a phone then. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you like you, you just do that. That's Listen cool. to that music. God, I love it. So nice. The setup music. Oh yeah. That's Remember right, this when we, we imported them from Japan and we turned them on? I'm like, wow. Set the date. And then I did Welcome Park and I got all the trophies. Yeah, we're like trophies. This brings up something very interesting to me because. I feel like a lot of consoles have functions like sleep functions and like different ways to turn it on and off. And maybe I've just been doing everything wrong my entire life. Let's go back to the PlayStation 2. Mm, yeah. how, did, how did you guys turn that off when you were done using it? I tapped the button. Yeah. On the front? Yeah. yeah. You threw yeah. a master oh, you power in the back? Really? That's a joke. You don't. You didn't do that. Tim, you're so that's, young. That's all I do. I always would do that every single time. You're so. You're very inexperienced. You're very my God. Young, Peter. This is so weird. And the PS3, how did you, how did you do that? On the fat PS3? Yeah. You would just shut it off with the cross-media bar, and then it would yeah. go red. Yeah. You would never hit the switch on the back. There's mm-hmm. no reason to I do I guess that. it's true. Yeah, I, PS3, I wouldn't do that. And then PS4, there's really no way to shut it off. That, isn't that... What the fuck? Why not? Because eventually they realized there were people like you running around that were shutting things off for no reason, and they're like, there's no reason to do that, so just, we're just not going to yeah. give you a they button at all. It's so hard to turn it off. It's I'm such just like, a pain what? in the ass. If somebody moves PlayStation 4s around this house, every time you move it and you think it's off and you plug it in somewhere else, it's like, oh, oh, shut you down, right? it up. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. It's, it it's the, not that hard to turn the off. It has the fucking audacity then to tell you how to turn it off properly next time. <laughs> I'm like, I thought I did. I held the button. You went from yellow to nothing. I unplugged you, but I didn't give you the five minutes of nothing. I guess the weird did. thing about the PS4 is that it makes noises when it's not even plugged in. That it holds that's, residual power. Yeah, that's power the weird. Up, like, I'm that's, here. that's the weird thing. It, like it'll beep like it's turning on like when it's not I plugged in. And I'm like, what? It's, it's, it's auto updating. It's, <laughs> it's so weird. It's, it's like waking up during It's Skynet. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Okay, so guys, now that I have this thing, mm-hmm. what do I need to know? What are the tips and tricks of the Vita? What games do I got to get? What do, what do I'm, I got to download? I'm starting a list. I'm baby. starting a list because okay. I know you like lists. We'll I start building lists. what you need to get codes. First, do you have PlayStation Plus? I do have PlayStation okay, Plus. Okay, so just download your two free games every month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, have you been you doing nice that already? Library. I have not. Uh, uh, there are some. There are some. Uh, when I first got PlayStation Plus, whenever there was Vita games I was interested in, I think Limbo was on it at some yeah, point. Yeah. I got that because I was like, one day. Remember, everybody, if you're if you're going to be a PlayStation Plus person, even if you only own a PS3 right now, always go on the online store, redeem the other games so that when you get the chance, you get your PlayStation 4, you have a library of games right now. Yeah, yes. and now the store Absolutely. is updated, uh, at least on PS4, where you there is a... like. Add to Put, library. Yeah, add to library list because yeah. you used to have to like kind of do some weird shit to it to like get it to go, and then it went download, and you're just back out. But now you can just add it to the library, which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
because those guys are getting paid regardless. Yeah, before yeah before it, it, you had to download it and or initiate the download, right? And that es- essentially added it to your library, downloaded it to your console. But now there is the add to library button where you can just click it and it adds it to the library, and you can download it later mm. at any time. What kind, that's what, what, you want to do. what size memory stick are we looking at right now? Okay, I got a, a sixteen. Okay. That's what I have. Gig that's in my in my guy. It All also right. came with uh, yes, a. Yes, it's four. no sixty-four. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm no. I'm in the middle ground of thirty-two because okay. I didn't want to import the sixty-four. Mm. Playing with the big boys up here. Come on, I also have a four. Just Before fucking throw that away. Yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's, put it in an envelope that's along with a letter to shoe and just say shoe. Really, yeah. Tim? And send. It. I have a okay. unless I, you want to back up like a few pictures. Okay. And then you yeah. can throw them on. Do really high quality. When we imported it, I had the four gig card because I'm like I'm not paying this. And it was just not. You broke down really. Quick. Like yeah. real, like within weeks before it even came out in the states, I like imported another one. Like I can't. Well, okay, so that's something that sounds ridiculous to me is the the price of these damn memory. Cards. That sucks. Is sixteen going to be enough for me at least for now? I think so. It depends. Yeah. It's all how much do you want at your disposal? I for yeah. some reason like seeing all I have, and now yeah, it breaks my too. heart to delete stuff because I'm deleting games that like I didn't like, and then I'm leaving games that I played a little bit of. I'm like maybe one day I'll get back to it, yeah. and I'll never fucking get back to it. But I like yeah. seeing it. And the trouble with the Vita is that if you delete it, it also deletes your saves there, as opposed to like the the PS3. The PS4. But you can send on PlayStation send, Cloud, yeah, you versus can send on PlayStation Plus. Cloud. Yeah, but they're bundled together. There's no way to like delete the game just without deleting the yeah, saves. Without some the bullshit. Saves. But no. just just delete what you know you're gonna not. You, you know not what I mean. Send your saves up. where you to if you really care about that game. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. So here's my plan now. I, I'm I got a code for Shovel Knight mm. and on that's, our flight to MobileCon, which is I knew I needed to get this before the live show specifically so that my plane flight to Atlanta, I can play some Shovel Knight. Sure. Really excited about that. I own a couple Vita games already. Just I just have. Them. What do you got? I got uh, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Sure. Which is like fun. Whatever. Metal Gear Solid HD Collection. Fuck yeah. And Final Fantasy X, X2, which I love. I will eventually yeah, play through do whatever, it at yeah. some point. I got it. I, I, I played through it, and I was like, why did I like this game? And, <laughs> and more importantly, why did I buy it on the Vita and the PS3 since it wasn't cross-buy? Uh-huh. So I like that was a huge buyer's remorse. I was like, well, I'll, I'll like having it so I can play it in bed, and yeah. then I also will want to enjoy it on the big screen so mm-hmm. I can at least use the cross-save functionality. And then I started playing. I was like, there are so many other better, newer games that I can be playing. Right. Why, did, yeah. why did I try and go back and do this nostalgic trip? You didn't, did you not finish it? I, no, I, I finished it like back on the, the PS2, uh, okay, bo- but both games. And, I, and I finished, I finished, I finished um, uh, 10 when I, play, uh, when I played through the remastered version, and I started 10-2, and I was like... Nope, I'm gonna go do Dragon Age Inquisition. Did you do any instead. of the, the crossplay stuff? Yeah, though? yeah, okay. yeah. I did. I did. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I, I cross saved. Yeah, um, to, so that I could just kind of sit and relax and play it on the big screen every now and then. That's one of those things. Final Fantasy X is one of my favorite Final Fantasies, and I do know that if I went back and played it, I don't think I'd say that anymore. Yeah. So that scares me because I, I, I almost I, don't want to do that. Yeah, but I when I first played through, looks like but. When I first played through it on the PS2, I remember thinking, man, if I could play this portably and take it with me, oh, I would still do that. Now that I can, I feel like I should. But. Okay. Yeah. What else are you thinking? So I have a bunch of just like um, like PSN games that like like Limbo sure. and stuff that I've had downloaded that I never like transferred over and shit. Um, I missed out 40. on a lot of last gens like uh, arcade games and PSN games and stuff okay. like that, and I love that shit. So like Limbo, I never played. Braid, which I don't think is Braid's not on PS Vita. Well, yeah. So I missed out on a lot of that stuff. So I feel like that's where I need to kind of get in first and just kind of. Get the PS Start knocking. Those off. Yeah, check those yeah. boxes. Yeah. yeah. Now you you always talk about you know you miss the crash games and all that stuff. Yes. What about what if I tried to sell you on some Sly Cooper? What about what about Thieves mm. in Time? No? Sly Cooper no? Four is pretty. I'm good. not I'm not a Sly, really good. I'm not a Sly guy. Okay. No. But um, right after Shovel Knight on my list is Symphony of the Night 
Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I'm real, I'm you can get that. You can, that. So you, you should. You could download the PS One Classic, or you can download the PSP version of Dracula X that was on PSP, mm-hmm. and you can unlock Symphony of the Night in there. And that's probably the better deal. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, because just because you get both games. Yeah. yeah. Which is the better version of the game, though? They're pretty much indistinguishable from each other. Okay. I think one's emulated, and one is well, they're both technically yeah. emulated, but one is you know the the PS One Master ROM, and one is built into a PSP game, but they're the same. Get Peace Walker, try that out. Peace Give Walker. it a shot. Build from the ground yeah, up. Just, why is it not a good version of it? Like, why is it not HD? That's so I stupid. I know. Ugh, I know. It's upsetting. I'm sorry. It hurts me. It hurts I, it's, me believe it or not, it's the only bad decision Konami's ever made with the Metal Gear franchise. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah, not. Yeah, it, not was, it was that. What, how do you, where you? How do you feel about Persona? I also own Persona. That's okay. another one that I do have. Um, I think I might give that a try. That okay. seems like too big of an investment. For it's me. a huge investment, right? Yeah. It's. I mean, if 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 Final Fantasy X, though, it's that's going to be just as big of an investment. Yeah. And so you can try something new. Yeah. And, that's and true. like I definitely look at um like because I'm an I'm an old school Final Fantasy fan. Six and four are my favorite games of all time, uh, and then a couple of the PS1 versions or uh, PS1 like nine and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Persona now is doing what I want Square to do, mm. and at, like Atlas has kind of taken over my love of like the JRPGs. Mm. So mm. I'm super excited about Five. Four Golden was like a near perfect. How about game. that dancing all night? I've not played some wait. of their their extra things. Aww. I did pick up uh, Persona Q after yeah. your thing with Aaron. Um, that was, uh, and so I've started playing through that a little bit on uh, on 3DS. What do you think? Um, Good. I enjoy that it's it's the similar combat. I haven't gotten too far into it like to really make a, a judgment. Yeah, that's, that's no I mean that's weird. Okay. The weird yeah first person dungeon crawler aspect of it is odd. But I think what are you getting called? Get, if I get used to it, can I think you get I'll mine? Be, I think I'll be okay with it. Please, Kevin's already got his. It's in, on my nightstand on the bottom shelf. Mine's in my bag. I hope. <laughs> if you want to grab mine too, we can just have a Vita party. Yeah, I'll play Freedom Wars. And if it isn't immediately <laughs> obvious, it's in my Aperture Science bag. What's in my Nintendo bag? What do you think about Helldivers? See, Helldivers is interesting because it was really fun when we played it. But right. I, that also seems like a game that, like, I I like Colin. I am a one single player guy. You know, you're like Colin. I like. I thought Colin. you said I like Colin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like I like him too. How, how could you not? Yeah. All right. Well, I, whatever. No big deal. Okay. So this is a question there we I go. got. This Look is a big who's question. Coming I got. Down, everybody, yep. mommy Kuma. Do I need? Do I need to try? Danganronpa. Yes. Hey, get this. I think it's a, here. it's a fun game. I haven't played much of it, but the parts I have played of it are uh, are enjoyable. I mean, those, that I, I picked up on Colin's recommendation. So, as far as Vita exclusives are concerned, uh, Danganronpa is amongst the best, and that's just that's just sincere. Those mm-hmm. are really fucking good games, and they're long too. So, if you're looking for a lot of bang for your buck, each game t- will take twenty or twenty five hours to beat. There's two of them, yeah. and they're graphic novels. They're like it's like Phoenix Wright. Mm-hmm. Meets. Did you like those? You know, okay. Virtue's Last cool. Reward or something. I don't know. It's it, no, that's it's, a good. That's a good one. It's uh, but I I got my Vita because I wanted to just go through. Well, it's a little dusty. I haven't played in a few weeks. Um, I wanted to go through. What do I have on here? That's Project Root. Let's see. I'll speak up for uh for on behalf of Zyger Criminal mm-hmm. Girls, mm-hmm. so you can get nasty no, with. Yeah, don't do that. No, no. Don't I, play it in public. Yeah, no, don't play it in public. I I told him I could not play it on the plane ride over here. Yeah. So I and almost like everybody else I talked to that had a plane ride over here played Shovel Knight. Yeah. Um, awesome. But uh, but yeah, I think I think given your freak nastiness, yeah, I think Criminal Girls might be a game for you. Yeah, we did the let's play of it. And yeah. it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that a lot. So pick that up. On, I, I picked that up because Zyger just kept, uh, Jonathan kept going on yeah. and on and on about it. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give some support. Uh-huh. So that was the first like recommendation I picked up, not from you guys, but from a kind of funny fan. Awesome. Wow, that's really cool. 
Now we, we got a whole Vita party going First on. I like it. In here, you gotta get Freedom Wars. Try Freedom Wars. Play Freedom Wars. Yeah, the Vita's That's dead. That's all I ask. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll list off a few games that I think you need to get. Mm-hmm. Helldivers, obviously, you should get. And Velocity 2X is another one you should get. Mm-hmm. Rogue Legacy is great, excellent. Great, yeah, great game. Yeah, You'd love it. And that's okay. like a legit... Yeah. Uh, I hate if you, Rogue Legs, but I love Rogue Legacy. Mutant Muds Deluxe is really good, but you can play Mutant Muds on 3DS. Uh... I would give a go to Hotline you, Miami and Hotline Miami too. If oh, Hotline those. Miami is one that I, I haven't tried yet. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, Freedom Wars is on here. Danganronpa, Rayman Legends. If uh, Rayman's if you good, don't have that one. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, Do you like adventure games? Yeah. We got that Broken Age now. A lot of people. Oh like no, it. that's how no. You got the no, Grim no, Fandango. No. Get the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. If you like platformers, Tearaway was a. I, I I appreciated its use of the Vita. It's not the best game, Seems but a little it, too it does. Gimmicky. It's a little gimmicky. And I don't know what they're going to do with the PS4 version, but like I, I played through it, I went through, enjoyed it, and platinumed mm-hmm. it. So now here's a question a, for you: You game. said you missed a lot of stuff in the PlayStation 3 PSN stuff. Yes. Did you ever play Pixel Junk Monsters? No. Get Ultimate Mo- Yeah, get Monsters Ultimate HD. Okay, that's a good one. I think you might like. Well, do you like shooters? Kills on Mercenary no, is no, probably no. a great game. Uh, if you well, if you're not into that, then it's not. Dragon's Crown's awesome. Dragon's Crown. Dragon's uh, Crown. Yeah, that was one that. Guacamelee Melee is awesome on Vita, yeah. but the better ones are on PS4 now. That's true. Um. Ease Memories of Celsa is really good. Super Stardust Delta is a great launch game. Muramasa Rebirth is probably the prettiest game on Vita. Mm. Um, that one's free this month, PS Plus, yeah? What, Muramasa? No, what's no? Oh, Murasaki Baby. Baby. You're Murasaki Murasaki Baby. Baby's on there. Um, Binding of Isaac is excellent. Race the Sun. Did you already say that? Race the Sun. Oh, I didn't. Is good. So, what is Race the Sun? Race the Sun is a, a racing, racing game. game. <laughs> uh, it's a game where like you're just in like it's almost like it looks like almost like a wipeout type vehicle, and it's just like in kind of grayscale, and there's a sun setting in the background, and you're trying to race towards the sun so the sun doesn't set. So you're basically trying to keep the sun on the horizon, and the lower the sun gets, the like the less time you have. And once the sun cool. sets, the race is over. Huh. Um, I actually really liked it. When we went to Kentucky to do the Bourbon Trail, um, that's all you played. That's like all the only game I played. Hmm. It was really, really good. Um, so those are some of my recommendations. I mean, Vita's got, and that's what I'm saying. Vita's got a fucking really robust catalog of games. Like, don't starve. Like, yeah, don't starve is good. Yeah. Um, there's just a great catalog of of games. So even besides games, though, what do I what do I need to know about this system? So battery life, what are we dealing with here? Well, you have an OLED, so you're going to get like four or five hours. Okay. Shut the Wi-Fi off if you don't need it. You'll need Airplane to sync mode, trophies. Yeah. But yeah. if you don't even care about that, you never need to turn Wi-Fi on. So just turn mm-hmm. it on when you need to download games. You can hold your PlayStation button to bring up that. Menu. If you have a PS3, you can download your games on your PS3 and then transfer them to your Vita, and it's quicker. It's the best fucking you, way to do it. Could you do that with the nope. PS4? Not nope. yet, no. Really? Yep, nope. stupid. You plug It's Shoot. hilarious. You plug in your PlayStation 4 to your PlayStation Vita, and it goes, this device isn't supported. No way. Yeah. 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 Oh, is it still like that? Or does that's silly. Yeah, I don't know if they'll ever... That is silly. Um, otherwise, this is the mystery port. No one for. knows what this is for. If you, if you, Here, I'll show you. If this was oh, clearly for something... Oh, it's like the GameCube with its millions of random assholes. Yeah, like there was like... There, no one even knows what that is. Um, mm. But... Also, Sony, would it fucking kill you to like use some sort of USB... To charge, charge this it? motherfucker? They did yeah. with this guy. Yeah. Hi. Oh, really? Maybe you should have yeah. thought that they, through. They, huh? they do have that. Not yeah. with your proprietary well. dumb cord. Um, but, yeah, I mean, otherwise, what you need to know about it, yeah, I would just keep Wi-Fi off. Um, no! Ah! You know, maybe What's even, wrong, Teddy? Maybe even keep your, your brightness down, and that will maximize your battery yeah. power. Okay. I don't really have battery issues. In my This is a launch Japanese Vita, and I don't think that I've had significant issues with it. I'm having issues with the back touch now. That doesn't, like, I can't play Helldivers on this mm. um, because I can't reload. So are you happy with that, or would you rather the Slim? No, I'm totally happy with this. Okay. If I could buy, if I knew that there was $90 Vita OLEDs out there, I'd Oh, just... I got so lucky. That is not just a thing. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I would, I would, I don't want, the only reason I haven't bought this is because I don't want it. Mm-hmm. I, I want the Meteor one, and I still, I'm yeah. still somewhat convinced they're going to make another one. 
like a, like I a third, that like, too. A like a third one, yeah, version yeah. of it. Yeah, like mm. one, like remove the back touchpad, and like all sorts of like like a really low budge kind of one yeah. to like keep keep them out there. My thing about this model, the slim, right, with the colors and everything. This is one imported from Japan when I was over in Japan, mm. right? I bought this one mainly because I technically didn't own a Vita. I was still using the PlayStation Vita I had gotten at IGN. Mm. So it was one of those things. It was t- I was t- I I liked my the one I had. I dropped mine if you remember the old cheese grater stairs at IGN between oh, yeah. three and four. I dropped mine from the top of the stairs to the bottom and it tr- tumbled down. I got all these scratches. Worked like a charm. Never stopped working. It's a great machine. Yeah. But it was like when I, when this came out, I was like, I love the color. I do like the form factor better personally, and the screen didn't matter to me. Yeah. But that's oh, a, the screen the, matters to me so. The OLED so much. I just fuck around with. It's a great model too. Yeah. But oh man, it's, not, it's still not the PSP. I'll tell you that much. No, nothing will ever be the PSP. Because last PSP night I was amazing. looking at it compared to my PSP. I'm like, good lord, this thing is a fucking beautiful piece of magic. <laughs> Unfinished Swan. That's on here now yeah. too. Kevin, Kevin just beat that. He was telling you liked me, it. Telling that's a great. It. That's yeah. a really IGN.com described it as a hot cup of cocoa for your mm. soul. So I'd get that. Is Journey on Vita yet, or is that it's? Is I it don't know if they announced it. Or was that Vita. just for PS4? For PS4. Yeah, they, it, but even that, like, what happened to that? I played it a lo- before PS4 even came out. I think I played it on PS4 um, when we went to an event. Did they Sony. have it at PSX? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I played it a long time ago, and I think that they just put it away for now. Mm. I don't know if there's problems with it or whatever. Because yeah. um, I feel like I'd want to play that game on an airplane. On a beautiful OLED screen, just oh, I don't, for the colors and all that shit. Yeah, it's, it'd be a different experience, but like, I think you should play in the dark room. I mean, yeah, it'd be, like, it'd be more intimate, true, maybe. True, but I, yeah. I, I appreciated having it on the big screen. Yeah, yeah I mean, it. I love Journey yeah. so much, so um, I just want to do it again. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm not. I, I know people think we're like, you know, in the tank or whatever for like this kind of shit, but it's like. I think the catalog is extensive, the, the, and there's a fucking lot of games on here that are really good. We didn't name nearly all. To of them. The, exactly to to the us being in the tank thing. Everyone gave us shit about being in the tank for it. Like gives us a hard time about it until they start playing on it. Yeah. Once you start using the device, you'll be in the same boat of like, this is great. Why doesn't Sony support it more? Kevin, am I wrong? No, not at all. Thank you. You love your Vita, right? I love it so yep. much. Yeah. I mean, I know. I know I'm gonna love it. Like yeah. it again. This is something made for people like me. I like tech. I like gaming tech. It's just I just don't like. Bitch has little buttons. That's all I'm saying. Disney Infinity's on it now too. Okay. Yeah. I know you've been waiting for to play that. Oh also. yeah, I have definitely. I got my. I have my little I Aladdin. I got Amiibos. it in there. I haven't used it. I can't believe they're. Uh, I can't. That thing is gonna bomb. I, you, I, oh no shit. Yeah. I can't believe they even did it. Now here's the the brilliance behind Be it is that they pack symbiote suit Spider Man in with it. You want that exclusive figure for fifty bucks or sixty bucks, whatever the yeah. game is. It's like if you're a huge Spider Man fan, it might be worth it just to buy it and throw the fucking other crap away. Yeah, could be. Did so I hope that that answers you. Have to, yeah, you have to carry this that is good. Thing this is good. I'm pretty sure we do. It's we'll any other room. I can go check. You want me to get it? Yeah, let's, do a, Vita, let's do a Vita check-in. Yeah, we'll have to do that I'm in a couple. I'm not playing it. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Monokuma? Monokuma. M-O-N-O-K-U-M-A. I also love that I've gotten to play. go back and play um, like PS1, PS2 games that I missed. That's the I'm Symphony of the Night, I got to play that. Sweet It In 2 when that came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hopped right on that. Uh, I've played a little bit of, I, on the plane right here. I switched between Shovel Knight and Wild Arms after Colin Wild sings Arms, its yeah. praises. All Wild so you got your Freedom Wars right there. Do you like it? Got my Freedom Wars right there. Do you there. like Wild Arms? Uh, I've, I've, I haven't gotten far enough to probably make a good judgment, but the little bit I've played, I'm, I like the art style. How about that intro? The theme song the, so good. The, that, I, I watched through that and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but this is some nice am, anime uh, animation here. Yeah, oh my God. Just, what a special game. What, what yeah, Panopticon you repping? Um... Don't recall. I think San Francisco. Maybe? What level? Uh, oh, I don't know. I, I haven't played it since probably PSX. Such a good I, game. I don't know if you guys remember. I'm the one that sent it into Beyond as well. Uh, that, oh right. That sent fr- the extra copy of Freedom Wars that I got from Amazon because, I, like, I ordered 
1989 Taylor Swift, and I think they mixed good. up the orders and sent the second good. copy of Freedom Wars. Like Everyone, a week you know, was a package. This, this can't <laughs> possibly. <laughs> There's a guy in the warehouse being like, "I don't think this is right." And yeah. he just gave you a second. <laughs> so I was like, and I thought for a while, I thought that they sent me that instead of the CD. And then I got the CD like a day later, and I was like, "Huh, oh, that well, was Taylor Swift's okay. a big, big yeah. Freedom Wars fan." Yeah, yeah she is. She's repping the Vita. Obviously, that is confirmed completely. All right, guys. Second topic of the day. Let's give it to Trevor. What's your topic, dude? So my topic uh, is uh, I want I, I've had this idea that I wanted to kind of bring to you guys since before I even brought up the or uh, enrolled in the tier. Uh, I wanted to discuss with you guys or or you guys to discuss. Um, if you take the the kind of the three big failures of uh, of the the three big companies right now, the the Wii U for Nintendo, the Vita for Sony, and then the Kinect for Xbox, I kind of want to rank them and figure out oh, the wow. pros and cons and what went wrong because like they're all following up huge uh, predecessors. Mm. You know, the 360 Kinect sure. was great. The Wii obviously sold 100 million units. The PSP sold 80 million units. Like what what went wrong and mm. uh, and kind of. Figuring out which is the best worst of those three yeah. items. I mean, that's a great man. question. That's a really good question. 360s connect being great. I I remember it like flying off the shelves. It I did. Fly I off. didn't oh, have a 360. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but like it sold like crazy. And I've been talking. I've I've brought this up with a few people here at the mm-hmm. event, and people are like, yeah, I I bought a Connect 360, and I have no idea why. Yeah, right, right. No one does. That's exactly. the problem. Connect <laughs> Adventures. You had the you get you get in the little uh, fucking little. Do you remember that? Remember Disneyland that? Disneyland, Disneyland Connect so. in there. Uh, there was Disneyland Connect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the problem with all three of them is that the three companies misread the success of those three things and why they were successful. And then they try to force an iteration of those down everyone's throats. I think that, you know, commercially, PSP, the Vita isn't the most successful of those three things. Now, that's like saying um, one piece of shit on the market is more successful than the other piece of shit on the market. Like, the market didn't want any of these things. Um, but I would say that Sony was most inclined to follow something up with something that was going to be successful. But they missed the boat with the Vita because especially in their home market, no one wants this. No one's playing Vita, you know? Now, Vita's coming back in Japan pretty strong, but it's too late. You know, they play cell phone games and mobile games over there, and anyone who's been to Japan has no, no, can you notice that in two fucking seconds. They don't, you know... Mm-hmm. 3DSs are even pretty rare. I mean, you're not gonna... You're seeing most of the people on trains play with their phones. Um, so I actually just think that all three of them are just misreading market trends and trying to catch capture lightning in the bottle again um, see yeah, the, yeah. the connects the interesting one that stands out with that i think to me is the fact that yeah i remember it selling well for 360 everybody hating it but everybody like the next one will be great where connect xbox one got off track is when they they gave in they bundled when it they in. went as soon oh, as yeah, yeah as soon as they buckled and were like all right we'll take it out of the box don't worry every fucking developer was like peace out on this yeah, hardware we don't, we don't need, need to it's the same reason i think now morpheus is going to fail mm-hmm. is the fact that it's not bundled it in. doesn't come with it yeah the right. install base is going to suck so why would you make a game for it and they, like i remember the day xbox was like yep we're putting out the xbox one without the connect here's the new price point i remember harmonics tweeting being like awesome because they were still working on Fantasia. Is Fantasia oh, yeah. been out yet, by the way? Yeah. yeah Jesus out. fucking Christ. That game my took God. forever and then nobody cared because yeah. it, exactly what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Where I was like, I don't need my Connect anymore. Yay. And we all disconnected until we need it for Skype. It's like, well, fuck. Why would I care about yeah. this? You know what I mean? But it's also it's timely because they just came out and uh, Phil Spencer said today that he's he's still supporting the Connect. But that's like somebody said in the chat, right? Of like, well, that's like Sony saying exactly, they still yeah. support the Vita. Like, there's yeah. a big difference. There. Yeah. Between actually doing something about it. And like, that sucks, though, the fact that it's not bundled in. They're not. I mean, I don't know if that sucks. It does. I mean, for me, it's a market thing. It's a free market thing. I did not want Connect. I did not need Connect. And I got Connect. And I was like, all right. And then they Mm -hmm. fell away and they take it away. And that's where 
Xbox in general has gotten off track is that they clearly had a vision for what this system was going to be. It's entertainment. Gonna be this, all, exactly. It's going to be your entertainment machine, voice controls, all in one, connect all this stuff. They came out and got hit hard from the gamers and then Sony on, at, at E3, and they immediately started bending. They had no belief in their vision from the top down. Yeah. And that's when everybody saw through them, right? If they would have committed and been like, awesome, congratulations, glad Sony's going that way. This is what we're doing, and we believe in it. Different story, maybe, but like right now, I have an Xbox One out there that I love playing State of Decay on and a couple other games, right? But I play games on it, and that's it. And yeah. that's because it's a game machine. And yeah. for all intents and purposes, Xbox has also said it's a game machine. People yeah. watch Twitch on it, sure, but I watch Netflix and YouTube on all my other machines, too. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I got to stand up for the Wii U. I know it gets a lot of hate, but at the end of the day, to me, it it is exactly what I need it to be. It has a lot of issues and you know, the user interface is fucking garbage sure. and all this stuff. Personally, I love the gamepad. I love being able to play the games just on it. I think it feels right. I like that it's big. And um, what it comes down to it is it has the games I enjoy. Donkey Kong, Country Tropical Freeze, Mario 3D World, Smash Bros. These are, that's what I like. Portella. And those games are just polished and they're as good as they need to look. Like we don't need ps4 xbox one level graphics for it because it's like this is hd mario and it looks amazing like mario 3d world's beautiful donkey kong beautiful all these games and to me it's like all right, these are great but it isn't the wii you know it's in terms of success and all that and stuff. that's what i always go back to with the wii is the wii i think is viewed as a failure right on the fact that i feel like it missed everyone's perception of what it was I think Nintendo built it saying we're going to have the same success. I'm sorry, the Wii U is we're going to have the same success as the original Wii. Mm -hmm. So we'll make it this casual looking machine that does this. And this is where I always go back to them being a toy company. They think of themselves as a toy company, not pushing the limits of video games. Meanwhile, the audience is like, audience being us, the hardcore gamers, are like, now it's going to get back to what I love about Nintendo, the hardcore games and stuff. And it's somewhere in between all that, right? Yeah. It wasn't the super casual look, but it is still a casual system, and it wasn't the super hardcore thing. So it's in this weird middle ground where it's mm-hmm. like, well, it's a failure, but it's like, did Nintendo expect Wii again, or did they expect this Wii U thing that's more in line with GameCube? I don't know. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think, sorry, my Northeastern's calling me again to donate money because <laughs> I don't owe them $70,000 already. Um, so, um, but that was for your world class education. I know, thanks, guys. Uh, again, it, it is this is all about these companies misidentifying misrep- mis- why their systems were successful. The Wii was r- r- wildly successful 102 million units, I think, sold, which is an extraordinary success. Yeah. Um, but we, the, Nintendo should have been smart enough to look at the attach rate of the Wii, which was poor, um, to look at the sales of some of their first party games late in the generation, which were poor, um, you know, a game like Twilight, or not Twilight Princess, but Skyward, uh, Skyward Sword. Sword, sold, didn't sell well, considering how many we and we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. it just didn't sell Recently, that well. I have it, I yep. never opened it, because and, uh, I'd already put my Wii away by the time my family got it for me for Christmas. Exactly, oh, wow. and it's like four or five million units or whatever for, for Skyward Sword with 102 million Wiis, or at that point maybe 95 or 100 million Wiis, it's like, that's not going to cut it. Like, you have to... You have to identify why the system was selling, and the fact of the matter is Nintendo didn't identify that Wii was selling because it was part of the zeitgeist at the time. It wasn't because it was a good console. It mm-hmm. was because it had good games that people identified with at the time, and then they never played games again, mm-hmm. and that is why the Wii sold. When I saw the Wii U numbers a couple weeks ago, I was floored. I couldn't believe I knew it wasn't selling good. I couldn't believe it was that bad. Mm-hmm. 9.2 million units? I was like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like... Dreamcast was on the market for I think a less like less amount of time and sold 1.1 million units more and the Dreamcast is considered a huge failure. Yeah. You know? 
I think people like don't want to call the Wii U what it is because it's Nintendo, and I think that like it's not Nintendo's first failure. The Virtual Boy was a huge fucking bomb too. It's like mm-hmm. you're gonna have these things, but they they're between a rock and a hard place now because no one's gonna buy the console. Like Mario Kart and Smash Brothers didn't sell Wii U's. Nothing else is gonna sell Wii U's. Zelda's mm-hmm. not gonna sell Wii U's, yeah. and obviously Splatoon and all these other games are not gonna sell. Star Fox, they're not gonna sell Wii U's. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that the games are bad because, like you said, the quality's high. The games have been are as good as they've ever been. I mean, Nintendo has a high quality polish. They don't need to patch their games. They they believe in QA and, and, and a polished mm-hmm. experience, and we all appreciate that. And, and other companies can learn a great deal from how Nintendo does business in that regard. But man, they really shat the bed with the Wii U, and mm-hmm. it, and it, it's obvious as the day is long. You know, well, they're, they're going to struggle to reach 12 million units, I think, and that is bad. The GameCube sold 24 million. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the GameCube is a failure. You know, and it's sold more than twice as many. Yeah, units. that's insane. I think the biggest problem with the Wii U is that it, it's still. Years in doesn't have the game that makes you go, oh, that's why there's this touchpad. It's missing the killer. That's rabbit. why there's, you know, that. I feel the... like they did the same thing, right? Where they came and kind of pumped the brakes on it. Yeah, you, you think Star I mean? Fox is going to be that? No, like, I don't. That's, I, that's honestly that seems Star to be Fox... everything I've seen says that's what they're What's designing gonna be its around Mario that Galaxy, app, yeah. right? And but that's the problem though is it's like it took, it's, it took that what it's going to be it? is a, a shitty Star Fox game. Like, it's going to be a Star Fox game, yet you're forced to do all the stuff that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, shit, could you have just given me a Star Fox game? I would have much rather that. I hope that's not true, because I love Star Fox, but I I think it's going to be just super gimmicky. And it's just like, here's that game that you, you know, this is why you got a Wii U. And it's like, okay, well. See, I sit here, and I, I don't have one yet, but I, I'm planning on getting one maybe when there's a price drop. Because there are a lot of games I want to play on it, mm-hmm. but I haven't hit that tipping point where... Like there's enough games on there that I want to sp- spend the f- still four hundred dollars on. I think three hundred, three three something, 50, right? Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's. Oh. Is it that much still? Nothing. Holy Christ! Yeah, three hundred. I think still. Wow. And I'm like, that's incredible. That's... I thought it was like one eighty nine. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo <laughs> never drops away. the price on anything. So, like, all the games are still super yeah. expensive too, even if they were launch titles. So it's it's the kind of thing that I I'm interested in it. And there are a lot of games that like I see um, three hundred uh, yeah. Toad. Uh, oh, Treasure game, Tracker. Treasure yeah. Tracker. And I'm like, oh, that looks like a great, like, interesting new mm-hmm. game kind of thing from them. Because a lot of it, I, I grew up with Nintendo. I was a Nintendo boy then. And I've had every system except the the Wii U. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just, like, at some point I grew up and switched to PlayStation and Xbox. And those are where I go for my gaming experiences because I got tired of, like, nostalgia could only carry me so far. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Playing Mario and Zelda. So. I always tell the story, I, you know, when I was down... Well, I always tell a story about, uh, you know, for me in high school, there was a moment I remember distinctly like a homecoming dance or something. Somebody, I ran into somebody I had gone to grade school with or junior high, whatever you guys call it, whatever you normal people call it, who didn't go to one school, school. your entire thing. Uh, and we were talking about video games and if I was still playing video games. I'm like, yeah, and I'm playing, you know, the N64 right now, but I'm starting to f- worry if I'm, video games will be with me forever. Because this is, is this all it is? And da da da. And like, I loved my N64 and I loved the games I was playing on it, right? But they were cutesy and cartoony and they were like the, you know, the 3D platformer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I had picked up a PS1 and I found Metal Gear. And I was like, that was like my light bulb moment of like, this is the future of games in terms of them growing up, being able to tell you a story, be able to affect you emotionally. And then like, you know, everything that it's become now and everything else. That's what was one of the main things that kept me going, right? And that's how I've always looked at Nintendo and why I talk right now. And I don't ever mean to insult them when I say they're a toy company. I don't mean it. They make awesome toys. I love playing with their toys, but I love playing with their toys once twice a year you know what i mean with the exception now of us doing all these let's plays or whatever when we're playing cart or something you mm-hmm. and me are gonna do one-offs and stuff but 
that's not like the experience that's speaking to me as the consumer to be like, well, now I need to go buy all this other stuff, blah, blah. And as a Sega kid, the Amiibos don't do anything for me either, right? So it's like, I understand why people love Nintendo, but then there's always this thing of just like, are they still producing the content you want? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's a testament that their games still do come out like working. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, none God, of their games yeah. ever come out broken. There just aren't enough of them to. Yeah, without the third party support. Something you said earlier, though, about Nintendo's games is like they never drop in price because of that, though. It's because they have that quality and they're not annualized things. As much shit as people give Mario for coming out, it's like like every year or whatever. It's like every year a different style of Mario game yep. comes out. Like yep, yep, Mario yep, yep, yep. is in a lot of different titles, but if you can't look at two Mario games coming out year after year and compare them and be like right. they're the same game. Mario's always that Trojan horse of it, right? Where if you want to be like, Nintendo never innovates, they innovate all the time, but they just put it into the franchises you already know and have. Yeah. And granted, sometimes it's an awesome success, like when people loved Metroid Prime, mm-hmm. and other times it's, it's another M or something. But, yeah. you know, it is it is what it is, but that's it's crazy to walk into a, a Best Buy and see new Super Mario Bros. on the Wii still be full price. You yeah. know? Yeah. And it's just like, that's because that game doesn't deteriorate in quality over time where i feel like a lot of the other games do because they're oh there's a new better version out whereas like with mario there's not a better version there's just a different, different version. version yeah so yeah i think i mean my personal take and I, we've been vocal about this i don't think there's there's very little right about the wii u and i think it's i think it's more about the hardware and that it was clearly not ready to come out and that they you know they rushed it to market obviously and you know the 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 games are great. When I play Wii U, it's great, but it's like getting it to work. It's using that fucking clumsy ass controller. And like, you know, I just, I just, I'm so annoyed because I love that company. You know, I know people think that I don't, but I do. I grew up with Nintendo. They are, they were everything to me as a kid. I almost just want to shake someone and scream in their face and be like, wake up. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, you can't double down on the same old thing over and over again. You guys really need to, get back to basics. And the sad part is, is that they've done such a great job of isolating and alienating third parties that they are on a ship by themselves now, mm-hmm. you know? And so the Wii U is not only going to die, it's going to die a slow and painful death. Alone. Alone <laughs> on the ship by itself. Because... <laughs> the because, ship's just going out to sea, no captain. It's in the cargo hold. And that's, right? and, that's the the really, and that's the really sad thing. Like, they don't... They just don't do a good job of... You know, they didn't do a good job with the online infrastructure. I remember when Wii U came out and we first got the Wii I was like, wow, this thing is in really bad shape. Like, like the... The the operating system barely worked. It took like forever to go from menu to menu. Remember yeah. this stuff? I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, like yeah. I'm like, I can't believe, I can't believe this. You know, um, and and then the third party games came out, but like there was no support for them. And even games that sold well, like what was that Ubisoft launch? Zombie game? U. Zombie U. They were going to make a sequel, and they're like, fuck this. You know, like and and like games that were announced didn't even start, come out. Like, or they just canceled. Like Alien, you know, yeah. when Alien was, uh, which was a shitty game, but Colonial Marines sure, was canceled, sure, sure. Or whatever. Or the games that did were remakes of games from like four years ago. Yeah, like, like and then Effect. Mass Effect Three Mass and, Effect, and, and the, like the third Mass Effect game, the second Batman game was like, yeah. what the hell is going on? Like. It was really obvious. I think a lot of people had their heads in the sand when that thing came out where it was like, you know, wow, like console gaming is dying and console gaming is dead. And I'm like, I don't know about that. And obviously we don't we don't know. We know for a fact that that's not true because PS4 and Xbox One are both doing great. But, you know, I just I get really concerned because I think I think the dies cast now for this company like NX is going to be whatever it is. I have no idea what the hell it's going to be. And they're making cell phone games now. I don't think we're that far away from them just making games for other platforms. So it's it's. Like just wholesale, and I feel like that might be the u- utilizing their strength, you know, because their hardware is not working out. They make dynamite games, just fantastic games, and we talk sometimes about how Metroid, for instance, really isn't a huge seller. We like Metroid as h- hardcore Nintendo fans, but Metroid mm-hmm. does not sell. 
You know, that's why they don't make them. Yeah. So, um, you know, when they can make a Mario Kart and sell 10 million units, they can make Metroid and make, sell one and a half million units, they're going to make Mario Kart. Yeah. So it's, it's, but imagine if Metroid came out on Xbox One mm-hmm. and you found a whole new audience and a powerful machine and you let the visionaries of Nintendo, the talented guys over there and girls that, with the graphics and all, and, and they're able to utilize and power. And, and yeah, and they don't have to worry about, they don't have to worry about hardware anymore. They can really just worry about making games. Mm-hmm. And that, frankly, they've already, there's already one step in that direction or multiple steps in that direction with what they're doing with DNA now. I just am so sad with what happened with, what's, what's happened with Nintendo. It really bums me out. People focus on the financials and that's not what's really important. Yeah, they're going to make money. They're going to be fine. And when these games come out on DNA, they're going to make a fucking shit ton of money. But, that's not the concern. It's is is this the company that we grew up with? No. Is this the company ever is the company ever going to be the same? I don't think so. And is their pride really getting in the way? Yes. You know, so it's a bummer. All these companies trip up or whatever, but it hurts the most when Nintendo does it because they uh, we need a healthy Nintendo. What's you funny know, in, in the this, comments in this hardcore industry. What's funny and what the comments are going to call out about it is the fact that I think Xbox gave in too quickly and we're saying Nintendo didn't give in enough. Like, where is the middle ground, right, of answering for your crimes and yeah. changing the course? <laughs> and is it, again, PlayStation? Not to fall back to us, but, like, that PlayStation... I always go back to that February PlayStation conference where they said all the right things. They played to their fan base. Like, we're about games. We fucked up. Sorry, the cell was so hard to develop for. Here, you know, PC people, this is how easy it's going to be to bring your games over. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the right way. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think it's different for, like, different, you know, just different identities with these companies and, therefore, different... Things that they have to identify when they're making mistakes or when they're having successes. Someone there should have been like, the Wii U is not a good idea. The name's wrong. The tablet's wrong. It's underpowered. It is not ready for prime time. We should have waited to release it. We want. They wanted to get it out before the other guys got their consoles. That was obvious. They got it out before anyone even announced anything. They were, that's how scared they were. Mm-hmm. you know. And I don't necessarily blame them. And also, they were dealing with a Wii that was dying very quickly. I mean, everyone forgets the Wii died like in 2010 for all intents and purposes, but was still trucking along. Mm-hmm. You got, like, the Conduit 2 and all sorts of random shit, yeah. but, like, nothing was really coming out, and people didn't really care about it anymore. The attach rate was abysmal, and people put their Wii's away because the thing wasn't supported, and they're like, we need to get something out. It's a Smash Bros. box. Yeah. And exactly. Cool. And, and at the time, too, 3DS was really struggling, and it wasn't clear at that time that the 3DS was really going to be what it is today, which is a, which is a great success, and it's a great mm-hmm. machine. Even though it's underpowered and a little weird, it's there's great games on it. Yeah. Um, the great vaunted library of 3DS yes, games. of course. And Wii U has its great games, too. When I sit down and I can finally just play a game, I enjoy it. But it's difficult sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? I think the problems with Sony is Sony didn't identify that PSP was being bought by mostly people that wanted to homebrew with it. And they identified a thing where they were like, well, it's 80 million of them. Certainly, we're going to sell at least half that many Vitas. Yeah. And then they made the Vita. They locked the Vita up, which is smart from a business standpoint, but they didn't identify that people weren't buying PSP for the games. Mm-hmm. And see, that's, you know? that's an interesting uh, point that you bring up a lot. I like I've been a lifelong gamer. I had a PSP. Never knew until you guys started talking about it here on on Beyond that that was a like well after I was into the Vita that yeah. that was a, a PS like that was a feature of the PSP that could like be exploited. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, jailbreaking it. People broke the shit and, out of the PSP. Uh, yeah, no, I don't doubt that they did. I just don't know how many people did because I mean, essentially for me, it was a it was my Final Fantasy device. I played like the the remasters of the first couple that they did. I played the Dissidia games. I played Crisis Core, um, and and like far more world series of poker than I thought I ever would. <laughs> uh, and tactics, tactics, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy tactics. Of yeah, War of the Lions. Yeah, making. that was great. But like, I that was what I used my PSP for. I didn't. I I never knew about the jailbreaking until after it was long gone. I ended up buying two because uh, in in the the best experience and lesson I've had for like keeping my temper. Uh, when I was really frustrated, when I would lose a battle in Dissidia, I would like slam my uh, my PSP on, uh, on the on the mattress of my bed. I would just be like, Ah, damn it! Yeah. And then 
then eventually I overextended and hit the box spring and cracked it. I was uh. like, well, there's a there's a three hundred dollar lesson to <laughs> not do Calm that down. again. And so oh, I've been man. much more. U of D just pops out and fucking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like the, it was it was almost split in two. So I was like, well, <laughs> damn it. But I still want to play those games, so yeah. I went and bought a second one. So maybe I'm part of the problem. Even though I wasn't jailbreaking it, I ended up buying two. Well, that's I'm not, not necessarily. You're not part of the two, problem. <laughs> you're, part, you're buying them to play actual PSP games, yeah. whereas I was buying them to fucking play Mario World. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think that's. I think that's the thing is that there's just two. Like, certainly there were people that bought. I bought the PSP without knowing about the homebrew, but this was a long time ago. I was in college. The Me too. you know, but PSP by 2009, 2010 was a joke basically because people were just destroying like really just putting on old firmware and so doing all sorts of fucked up things to it yeah. and i really do think that's why it sold so long when it came out in 2004 2005 and in, in different territories or whatever it was selling very well based on its own merits with the grand theft auto games and all that kind of stuff but tony eventually hawk. there was a lot of portable tony hawk oh my god there was a lot of good games early on but the, the support really did stop like there are still psp games coming out but yeah. The support stopped to be pushing these things off the off the shelves, and I think that the experience in Japan's a little different because PSP is still selling there, and until recently, and they were st- they're still making big games for it, but no one was buying PSP games here. So, mm. th- I, I again like just like Nintendo mis- you know misidentified the success of the Wii, Sony misidentified the the success of the PSP and why it was happening. So the Vita was ill conceived. I'm glad that they did it because the Vita is a great machine, and it's sold. I don't know, 10 million units, maybe something like that. They don't really talk about yeah, it. You have to assume it's in the 10 million unit. I feel range. Like the last time there was like there were a number given, it was like around nine million. So I imagine, and that was a like I don't know, that was probably around PSX. So it's probably back up higher now. Yeah, like you have to assume it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a fucking huge failure, and I'm sure they you know ate it when they released it or whatever with the, just the R and D costs and obviously the cost of manufacture. But if you look at the attach rate, that probably, I mean... That's the, the difference. The, the the whole console model, uh, console and game model, follows, like, the, you know, the, the razor blade model, where you, like, I got my razor blade for free when I turned 18, but I've spent hundreds of dollars on Gillette, like, yeah. replacement blades. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's where they're getting their money. They get the money in the games and the attachment. So mm-hmm. even if they don't make money on the on the system, and I think, uh, I think that's why... Xbox went and dropped their price was because they can take a hit on the console if they can start getting yeah. sales moving on on everything else. They can get the money back that way. Yeah, definitely. Man, PSPHacks.com was my home homepage on my browser for like two years. Just because every day I wanted the update of like, oh, now there's this new thing where you can play these games now. And oh, just so good. I mean, you could do, you could time. upload things where it was like you could at any every NES game, every uh, oh, SNES yeah. game, every Genesis game. I mean, like it was insane, and you didn't have to do anything other than like toggle through them and then select, and it would just appear on your screen. And it's like, and you're just playing, and you can like change the screen settings and all that stuff. I, I'll never forget pl- replaying through Pokemon Red and Blue, and I set it so that my the R button turned turbo mode on, so I could just go fast. So I'm running all fast and stuff. I'm like, this is the fucking best. Skipping through all the bullshit. Mm. PSP. PSP was something special. PSP was something special. I'm I'm glad, you know, selfishly that they misread the market, but just like I'm sure Wii U fans are glad that Nintendo did because there's something special for them there. But I'm sure that both of those companies have a lot of regret for mm-hmm. for what they've put out into the world and that they have to kind of deal with it. Sony's to the point now where they can start phasing Vita out, and I think they're going to soon, where like they can probably be like, all right, that's time's up now. You know, uh, Wii U is still new enough, being a year younger, that Nintendo has to hold on for a little while longer. People are going to, people that own a Wii U are going to be like, well, you abandoned this console, and why should I trust you again? And that's yeah. that's definitely a legitimate thing. And I don't think Nintendo's going to abandon the Wii U, but um, I'll be interested to see what happens with it. And then yeah. with 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 Connect, 
everyone hates on Connect, but everyone loved it when it came out. Like that was the that was the thing. It was like people were really high on Connect. I remember in the office, I was like, "This is stupid," you know. And everyone was You're talking about 360 or yeah, Xbox 360s. Yeah. And then they again misread the tea leaves, where they're like, "Yeah, you sold it because it was it was fun for a minute. This is not what people want forever," you know. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with Greg, and we've talked about it before, where. I'm almost a little disappointed that Microsoft reverse course because I wanted to see what would have happened if they didn't. The vision wasn't solid enough for, you know, Don Matrick and all those guys for them to be like, well, we're going to stick with it. But what if they did? Mm-hmm. And what if they're like, no, this really is the vision and you're really going to like it. And here's why. And we're going to give you reasons. Instead, they're like, oh, no, forget it. It was all after they revealed Xbox, it was all reactionary from there. Yeah. Xbox One. Yeah. It was all reaction from there. It was all like, oh, we're going to, we got to cut it out. We got to cut the price and blah, 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 blah. And it's like no DRM and all these kinds of stuff. But I'm like, what were the strengths of it? Why did you do it to begin with? Why mm-hmm. can't you articulate that message? It was disappointing because yeah. I thought, I really thought that there was going to be two different horses in the race. You know, that would have been an exciting race to watch, right? Whereas yeah. now it's like, okay, we're back to the boxes being pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. They do pretty much the same thing. Do you like trophies? Do you like achievements? Where's everybody playing? Great. But your yeah. second horse in the race then is Wii U. That's true. The horse is limping. It's just the horse. Just a lame the, guy, horse. Yeah. the guy with the shotgun yep. is catching Let's go up. Go the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, guys. Before we move on, we are sponsored this week by Tops Cards. Star Wars Card Traders, the official Star Wars digital trading card app, available now exclusively on the App Store and Google Play. So you can open, trade, and collect cards entirely online. You don't need to deal with any like open up booster packs and doing all that stuff. It's oh, really it cool. Yeah, because yeah, right. they, they got smell. the remember the OG Star Wars cards like the, 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 the top card ones. Game? Yeah. yeah, no, 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 oh. the the tops like oh, collectible okay. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can get all the OG ones from the the original mm. Star Wars movies. Nice. They're coming out with the the new Episode Seven ones. So this is really it's pretty cool. You can have them all digitally, and they have a bunch of like cool special functions and stuff too. Um, if you want, you can go over to tops.com slash kind of funny. And uh, you can get started collecting today, and you get that's tops t o p p s dot com slash kind of funny. You get an exclusive Watto card. You do not get an exclusive. Caption any. Yeah. Not, not yet. We'll have, to, we'll have to talk to them about that. But you can get uh, you can get five or more free packs per day. Not damn. If you for a limited time only. So definitely check that out. You can get the first cards from Star Wars: The Force Awakens, and uh, it's gonna be great. Ani. So definitely check that out. Now, topic three, guys, comes from Patreon. Our good oh. friend, Kenny Char. Kenny Char, one of the best patients. Yeah, definitely, definitely a good dude. What makes good box art? Colin has brought up a few of what he thinks are bad examples of box art, Resistance 3, Evolve, etc. But I don't think you've mentioned which ones you guys really like. Thanks. And kinda. Funny. We're, make- we're making it a thing, he says. So Colin, mm. why is this bad? Uh, I mean, this is great. I mean, this is Ali Moss, a very talented artist. But, Amazing art. But this isn't something you walk into a store. I mean, I said this when Resistance 3 came out, which is one of my favorite games on PS3. It's just like, what is it? Like, what does this tell you about the game? Nothing. Yeah. It tells you nothing. It's a silhouette of New York City and a Chimera skull. If if you look closely enough to see that it's a silhouette of yeah, New York City. Yeah, I never noticed I've that. I've looked at it for, like, all of these game casts and never saw that yeah, until you pointed hilarious. it out. So I mean, it's just it's not, and there's you know obviously you know the Statue of Liberty in there and the you know, Empire State Building. But all right, now it just looks stupid for but, not noticing. No, yeah, I'm with you though. That's <laughs> but uh, definite. I I I came out originally, and I'm like, why isn't why wouldn't they put you know Capelli on the cover? Like you, I think bo- a good box art, unfortunately, is not the same as compelling art or something you want to hang in your in your studio or something yeah. like that. Which is this. I mean, I love ha- that we have this here, but nope, higher nope. God, just put it down. There's the garbage um, truck. But it's I something. Got it. It's something. <laughs> Kevin, you, you can come on camera. I forgot. Yeah. But it's something that Kevin Coyle. It's good. something that makes you want to pick up the game. That makes you know Joe. It's your fault, Kevin. That's and his girlfriend fault. or whatever, or his girlfriend or his boy. You know, uh, uh, you know, whoever. 
Yeah. Go into a, a store and be like, this looks like a good game. Right. That tells you nothing about yeah. resistance. You know what I mean? Nothing at all. Kevin. God damn it, Kevin. We're finally capturing Kevin's. <laughs> this is all your fault. <laughs> Facebook told me to blame something on you. They they were right. <laughs> they they knew I wouldn't need it. an excuse. Box I mean, art just has to be compelling. It's the same thing as, like, yeah. what is a good movie poster? I mean, what is it, a good, needs, you know? it needs a white dude. He needs to be holding a gun, maybe over his shoulder. And this is the these days, these days now he's walking away from us. True, Everyone true. gives all that shit, but that's, like, market research. Yeah, that's yeah, why those no. games sell well and Resistance doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, they're not. it sucks that there has to be... Boil it down to the mainstream and give them that cover. Yeah. But you do it but, and I mean, you it's see success. Thumbnails on YouTube videos. It's like yeah. you need to do that stuff to like get people in. Mm-hmm. And it's like the content will be there. The game is there. Like the box art doesn't affect the quality of the game. What I really like when people do is they have the reversible yeah. box and art. That yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, the super artsy one on the inside for the hardcore motherfuckers. Right. And then the other side to sell it. And it's like that's just – it is what it is. But uh, thinking about like what games do have good box art, I think – Grand Theft Auto is a really good example. Yeah, there's because, a lot of cool yeah. colors, pop, a lot of pop, pretty girl a lot of stuff. There's, there's always the girl. There's like the, the things that That's keep really you interested, yeah. and it's like they have a feeling too. It's like when you look at it, you know it's Grand Theft Auto, and that's they just kind of like nailed it with yeah. that. You know, I can't really think of too many other great examples. Like oh, ones, really? ones that come to mind for me, like Left for Dead, I think is very powerful because it's very simple, but it's like you know what it is, and it's also clever with the the hand, the hand yeah. or whatever. Um, I mean, then, like it's it's some. I think there's a tendency to overcomplicate things, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use licensed examples, but I think they stand the right. Like when the one of the coolest magazine covers, and this is again because I'm a fan, but I just think a cool fucking magazine cover was Game Informer's reveal of the Ghostbusters PS3 360 PS PC game. That was just a black cover with the logo right yeah. center. And I was like, that is so fucking hot because that's a logo that speaks. You don't need to know anything else. I thought that sh- that would be the box art, and instead they gave like the one of them, and it's just like, why did you even bother doing that? We know everyone knows what Ghostbusters is. Meanwhile, I think like Goldeneye, right? Like it's just fucking Pierce Brosnan right there. And you're already like, well, fuck, that's that's cool. Wrestling, the wrestling games usually, right? Like you think like here comes the paint with Brock Lesnar flexing yeah. and the SmackDown logo and all the shit happening, or even like we were talking about No Mercy. No Mercy has everything on there you want as well. Like not being afraid to just say this is what we are. It's when people yeah. try to get cute that things get weird. I think a, a good example of just the super simple but fucking sells it. Like Ghostbusters, that's interesting because it's the logo, so I feel like it's almost cheating. But Sonic and Knuckles is just the fucking coolest thing. Like I remember that box art. It's just the simple, like, do you remember what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? It's like the oval and it's both of their heads kind of together. And yeah. it's just like, holy shit, that's so cool. Being in the 90s, if you look at that, you're not like, I want that right now. You're not a real person, or you're blind. It's one of the two. Whoa! What yeah. do you What do you think of like the Kingdom Hearts ones? As a, as, as oh. I know you're a fan of those, you got all the like Man. pretty much all the characters kind of like piled up on top of each other. I think that the, stands out. The Kingdom Hearts ones are a perfect melding of the artsy style with the the selling style because you it is very artsy <laughs> and it's it's pretty looking and all that, but it's also it has the Disney characters and it has the it's obvious of what it is. It is also shiny. Yeah. Here's what or, and like Pokemon, the, like you get. The legendaries on yeah up exactly front, right it's up like, front and that's, that. that I want your permission you want for something, Tim. Yes, this is a very visual episode. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out there and grab a handful of PS3 games okay. and bring them back in. I want to and we can go through and critique them. How's okay. that sound? Yeah, All right, I like I'm that. Right back. I like that a lot. It'll be good. Sorry for the audio. Listeners. People, people have to rem- people have yeah. to remember that for older gamers that or I guess younger gamers that didn't know this is that we grew up in a time where it was very healthy to be skeptical of <laughs> box art. And good box art was um, Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, like think about Mega Man or Mega Man 2's or Mega Man 3's box art. Like fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Awful box art. Just all of it awful. Until 4, 5, and 6. And 6 obviously nailed it and 5 was pretty good too. But um, 
But it didn't matter. Those games were really good. The, the box art actually betrayed the game that was inside of the box. Meanwhile, you had games like Deadly Towers or Wizards and Warriors. Deadly Towers actually is a great example or Athena. Games that fucking suck. That had a great box art. Baller at Deadly, Chess Master. Deadly, Deadly Towers is like one of the great pieces of box art ever. A broader bun game on NES. And that game's awful. Mm-hmm. So like there's a lot of skepticism about box art, like about about judging what's inside the, you know, the game and um, or inside the cartridge or on the CD or whatever. And so I understand that that level of skepticism, but box art really has to pop for mm-hmm. people that don't know about games. That was why I was so surprised by Evolve's box art. I thought Evolve's box art was fucking bad. Like, I, I remember I, like when I released it, I'm like, that's really bad. And you it's know? funny because we say that, right? And it's similar to what Left 4 Dead, and it's the same studio, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of just like, like Evolve's the paw print or whatever the hell you want to call it, yeah. and the hand for the zombie game. But the hand is stronger, it feels like. That's, well, it's a zombie. Exactly. You, know? you get you can wrap your head around it, I think, quicker than you can. What the hell does this fo- footprint do for a ball? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So here comes the random game. I, I grabbed the D's because Tim wants the D. Oh, I'm all about that D. Number one, Diablo 3. Mm. What do we think of this? It's an I. Got some fire going on. You know, I, I think it's good because it Diablo, the title itself, it kind of tells you what it is. Sure. You know, I feel like this, it sells it because of is what Is this it one is of those already. games you think that doesn't even need to worry about it? Yeah, yeah. I do. But in addition to that, it's like, what else are they going to show? You know, yeah. I feel like this is a perfect example. It's like, even if you don't know what Diablo is at all, you look at this and you're like, okay, Diablo, it's evil. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. This looks evil. You got some hell colors there. Yeah. Trevor, you like it or not? Yeah, that's yeah, your name. So, I'm going to name it. I actually, it. I don't like, I actually it. like the, because um, I have the, uh, the PS4 Diablo. Yeah. Uh, which is much more blue in its uh, in its box art, and that jumps out more at me because I think the the red there is like too cliche. Mm-hmm. Colin, any no, I like it. I mean, my problem with this is the same as The Witcher, which is that it's not it's not obvious that it's a three. You know, mm-hmm. So, good point. so like I I think normal Joe Schmo walks up there and says, "Oh, Diablo." Yeah, this, they have this no from idea the guy that sees New York City in, in yeah. Resistance. Exactly, it's fair. Yeah, <laughs> now, here we go. Next next up in the D category, Demon Souls. Demon Souls is good. The 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 logo is terrible. Logo. Yeah. I think the whole. I don't think the whole. I think the whole art looks crappy. I it looks it, like a bad Photoshop. Exactly. Yeah. It looks like something Tim would make. Yeah, I'm really not good at Photoshop. <laughs> Plus, you still got the <laughs> Spider Man PS3. Hey, Spider Man! Hey, I'm borrowing your font for my PlayStation 3. Okay, <laughs> I'm old school gamer guy. Unopened. Def Jam rap star. Horrible. <laughs> that, I mean, I, I think that the, the, I think this pine box art does the trick. Yeah, I mean, it that, does I mean, the that trick, tells you what like, you're getting. <laughs> but they should have had a, a actual rapper. A rapper. I yeah. think that would have helped. But then you get into licensing, and is it worth it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope it is for Def Jam. Next up, Dead Space Three. Mm. Yeah, that's good box. Art. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a good that's box. The, art. That's the market tested. The white pops, the guys. Space there. Marine. I mean, guy. I don't know what I'm getting, but I know it looks cool, and there's got to be Yeah, it's cool. His name's Isaac. A lot of what Dead Space on that on that cover too. Next up, Dead Space. Mm. No bad, and this is one of the problems. Dead Space is a fucking fantastic game. Yeah, yeah. And Just like, I, this is like floating. one of those things where I'm like, what? Like, yeah. that's what you came up with for Dead Space? You don't show the Ishimura or Isaac Clark or yeah, anything. I mean, like, like that? I mean, look at what they've like learned, if you will, quote unquote, from EA is they've like, yeah. you know, as you iterated here with Dead Space Three next to Dead Space. Like this one is obviously already more compelling with the dude, the gun. I know he's a badass here. It's like. I don't know what the fuck I'm, I'm looking quite at. Handy. The hand is not going to get my grandmother, who's walking down the aisle, to be like, "Oh, Trevor likes games. Oh, I'm going to go get him one." Game. And again, that's the thing I think that's most relevant and salient when you think about it is like it's not about what attracts us because yeah. we're yeah. gamers. We're we aware already. We've seen the videos. We've seen the screenshots. We run yeah. the review. Like, what is going to catch the eye of the guy in the store that never mm-hmm. heard of the game? And I still think that the most effective box art is Def Jam that we've seen so far. <laughs> mm. yeah. In terms of like, oh, that's like bright. some guy's going to see and, and be like, oh, uh, final one I'll toss at you from the D collection. 
Dead Rising 2. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's great. It's good. Right? I, I, I mean, got zombies, got some action, got some weird. crazy stuff in the background. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, still don't, I mean, I like it, but I still don't understand why, you know, they're giving Mega Man Legends so much love on this, uh, on this yeah. particular box art. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it works. It works. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it works. Okay. Also, in the Ds, I don't know if you have them there, but uh, like talking about the Resistance one, one of the things I I really appreciate in that I again I didn't notice like when I was first looking at them, but like the Dragon Age ones, like especially two and and Inquisition. I don't remember uh, the first one has it too, where it's it, it plays with that like what's in the negative space mm. image, which is very cool as somebody that like studied the arts. Um, I like I can appreciate that, but I don't know like it's it's. It's so subtle that I didn't notice it right up front, so yeah. I don't know if the person who's walking down mm. the FedEx um, down the down the aisle is going to catch it either. Yeah. yeah, I think the fundamental thing with box art is just identify like what we're talking about, what makes it good. Well, Ali Moss's Resistance three box art is amongst the best box art ever made in terms of an artistic appeal. Sure, like I love sure. it, and I'm a huge Resistance fan. I like the Chimera, so and I'm from New York, so I like mm-hmm. that kind of art. But is that that's not what we mean? You know what I mean? We don't. We're not. We're not identifying the artistic merit of it. We're yeah. identifying like what makes sense for this box art. And well, for Resistance what thumbnail 3, will get the most clicks? Exactly. Really what it comes exactly. Down to. I mean, unfortunately, that's true. And like Resistance Three didn't sell, even though it was the best Resistance game by a fucking mile. And I don't think that box art helped. Mm-hmm. I think that box art hurt it. Mm-hmm. I think that that box art absolutely hurt that mm-hmm. game. And that was really unfortunate. I like it, but I already knew. I knew what Resistance Three was from the fucking second they announced it. Yeah. Like the what would have sold more copies of that game is if you know Capelli was on the cover with a gun, unfortunately shooting a chimera in the head. You know, yeah. that's why Resistance Two sold so well. Resistance Two, for all the shit it gets, had a good cover. And hey, and, what is and, yellow eyes? And I think it, I think it matters. You know, unfortunately, it just, it just matters. But I, again, I understand the skepticism because you know if you come from the, especially the Atari Twenty Six Hundred and NES days, but even oh, SNES sure. and Genesis and Saturn. And, but then there are iconic. That's there's like you know, I mean, Final Super Mario Three or something like that. Like that, I remember that box art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was layer. yellow and it popped. Yep. And Poppy like you that raccoon Mario Super right Metroid, I think is a great Super one Metroid's in terms of one. just you see that and you're like, this looks fucking cool. You see Ridley super big and like Samus with the gun. It's like you don't need to know what that is. That looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's it's important. It's it, there's there's and there, you know. To Trevor's point, like, there is a lot of, mar- especially to plays like EA, a lot of market research into, like, what, you know, I'm sure they made 50 fucking Dead Space 3 covers. And they're all, you know, then they put them in, in a shelf and brought people in and were like, what, mm-hmm. you know, pops. And, and that that Dead Space 3 art is awesome. But, um, yeah, I mean, I understand the skepticism. I always think, I mean, one of the most iconic covers to me still is Final Fantasy VII. And I, and I think that that, you know, Midgar's in there and Cloud with his, you know, with the Buster Sword and it matters. It really does matter. I know that what's inside the, you know, you know, and What's inside the case doesn't matter mm-hmm. uh, to some people when, when they're making the art. Ollie yeah. Moss probably cared more about what that looked like than what the game was. But what really matters is what's on the disc yeah. or on and, the card. And that was, that, like, that was uh, an interesting departure because like, if you think of the, the box art from Final Fantasy 2 II and 3 here in the States, it was just like the... Like the Final logo. Fantasy Two was the red with the logo on it, and Final Fantasy Three was the purple. purple with the logo on it. But the the instruction booklet art was phenomenal, mm-hmm. and and so Final Fantasy Seven was the the time that they like said, oh hey, let's let's put this out on the front and see how that responds. Yeah, yeah, and I think that you know, and obviously it worked. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's very cynic. It's a cynical conversation to have because I would love all art to look more like that, more a little more symbolic, a little more artistic but that's not what's selling games yeah. you know unfortunately and I do think for you know I like Ali Moss I think that the art's great and people are using him in other in other gaming endeavors for sure after that but um, that art hurt Resistance 3 mm-hmm. and I think everyone knows that just like that commercial hurt Resistance 3 you know, <laughs> oh, so, um, 
the commercial for Resistance 3 was another bad thing. So it was yeah. just like that everyone thought you had to have a PlayStation Move to play the game because they were more interested in advertising Move than they were yeah. Yeah. advertising yeah. the game. So oh, there's man. there's little things that you have to think about like that. About And, you know, unfor- it's not going to matter in a few years when everything goes digital. But in the meantime, people are buying their games in stores, and so it matters very much. Kevin Butler. R.I.P. So, final topic for today, guys, as always, comes from the audience. A bunch of different questions. If you want us to answer your questions, go to the Kind of Funny forums at kindoffunny.com slash forums, and uh, leave them in there. There'll be a thread that says, what are your Gamecast topics? Or support us on Patreon. Or do that, too. Yeah. There's a lot of different things. Are you, you still going to tweet out? Because I told somebody yesterday who was asking, how do I get my question on, on the show? I was like, I'm pretty sure Tim usually tweets everything out. I usually do. Did not Probably going to stop doing that. I didn't oh. do it today. But you know what? Well, now I feel like a dick to that no, guy. Hey, I'm sorry if that was you hey, that dude, I told that. If you're, if you're listening, one. tweet at me. I'll still, we'll still do it. It'll be great. First question comes hey, from I'm the dude. John Min 33 John Min. What do you think will be the biggest announcement at E3? The biggest? Like the, the most Fallout important? 4. Fallout 4, yeah. yeah, I think. Will be the, the, the completely wild prediction that I came up with like yesterday or you know, Sunday on the park. I was mm-hmm. telling somebody, I was like, how crazy would it be if like... Like something like Hearthstone came to consoles and, mm. and handhelds. Like mm. obviously Blizzard doesn't have a presence typically at E3, but like if that showed up in a conference, that That'd would be, be awesome. insane. Yeah, they already have the, the relationship with PlayStation. And I've well, tweeted at Geo yeah. to get Hearthstone on. on Good the job. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag building list. Yep, did that. You think Fallout? It's it, the problem is if there's going to be something bigger than Fallout, it's going to be out of left field. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something you weren't expecting, like a like new a jet v- moto. a new Vita, yeah, yeah a jet moto, sure. The NX is out tomorrow, that kind uh-huh. of thing. You know, what I mean, it'd have to be fucking something we weren't expecting. If you're expecting, it doesn't really count, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we expect Fallout, and that's why we expect it to be the biggest. Got it? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. yeah that makes so, sense. like, apart from that, I mean, do like the Gears remaster? Do we think that'll be all of them, or or the Uncharted remaster? Do we think that'll actually happen? I think well, I think the Gears one. I, they, they, unless Black Tusk is just straight up lying, I think it's just the first game. Yeah, which I don't. Uncharted. Like that's, that's like the God of, God of War three one. I'm like, that. Why does that make sense? Yeah, the God of War three thing is just annoying. Because uh, I really don't get that. At all. I really yeah. don't get it. That game's already beautiful. Um, you don't need to bring it to PS4. Yeah, but now it's 60 frames per second. And, but it's the and, and they are giving. I mean, if you if you pre order it, you can you can get the PS uh, PlayStation Now rentals of oh, yeah. the first two games. Don't forget as that well. Magma Red, Magma Red, Shock yeah. Four yeah. controller. It'll come eventually. Yeah, Fallout Four is going to be serious the winner time. of that Hashtag of that conversation, time. I think. But I think that you'll see other things. I think that I think Uncharted Trilogy is a no brainer. I'd be really shocked that they don't do that. Um, and maybe they won't announce it here, but that that's got to be coming. Mm-hmm. Um. And that makes sense. You want to gear people up for Uncharted Four, and I and I get that a lot of people didn't have PS3. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think that yeah, we're, I think we're going to see a lot of things like that. I wouldn't be surprised to see Mass Effect trilogy. I wouldn't be surprised to see um, something like Fallout Three in New Vegas or Endor Skyrim um, on the next gen console. So I think you're going to see more of that kind of compilation shit, which annoys me a little bit. I'd like to see better newer games, and I'm sure we'll see those right. too. The problem is, is that there's everything split up so much between PSX and. Star Wars celebration and all these things where you have to save announcements where like you would expect that maybe EA would come out in a normal year and be like this is what Amy Hennig's working on this is what the Star Wars game looks like and this is when it's coming out but you don't know like now that there's like all these other considerations you don't know like what they're yeah. gonna have to keep under their hat there's just too many fucking shows and that's why Sony's just straight up like we're not going to Gamescom you know like what like do you what do you think they'll show Amy Hennig's game like I I mean Celebration was a great experience and and you got to see Battlefront there for the first right. time so I think that kind of paved the way and and cleared out the room so you might see that star wars game i don't know I, it might be a little too early you have to assume she went there yeah but they she... gave us the like the the presentation docs at their at the 
what was that last year's E3 where they just kind of were like, these are all the games we're working on, and here's the design documentation. Yeah, I think I mean, this year would be different because yeah. they have things to show, though. Yeah. That year, they ha- their hands was forced. They're like, right. we have nothing really fucking to forced. promote. So, ah, yeah. so we got to show you what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we already know that they're, you know, Mirror's Edge, for instance, and all these games. So, I mean, they're going to show things like that. I don't, it might be a little too soon for, for Amy Hennig's game, but yeah, I think Fallout 4 is the obvious, you know, that's the game that's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I can think about is if Nintendo really was, you know, and I think probably is making a 3D Mario game. Um, I don't know, and I think that, But I think it's probably being shifted off of Wii U, and yeah. would, that would be the smart move. I don't know if they're, they're going to do that. Um, I'm, I'm really interested to see what Nintendo does at E3 because I, I don't know. It's They're in such a weird place right now where it's like, okay, they got Splatoon coming out now or whatever, and Smash Bros. is already out. Maybe they announced more DLC for that, but... Then the, what? The voted you know, on there's, playable character. Yeah, Jab owns. There's, there's Star Fox, and like that'll be cool to all of us to care. But what what is next? Are they going to talk about the NX at all? That'd be they've said. Sounds, they've already said they're not talking about NX the rest of this year. Yeah, so it's like okay, cool. Yeah, so presumably what are you talking about DNA Zelda? probably yeah, Zelda. But didn't they say they're not talking about Zelda? I don't think they're they, they said Zelda's not going to be there. Yeah, well, it's like, but oh, probably I mean, talk about it. They're not going to be there, so they could still do a direct on That's it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're definitely going to mention Zelda, yeah. but. Star Fox, it'll be Star Fox and Mario Maker are probably be the big game. Mario, it's crazy. I think I mean, I fucking mean, Mario Maker again. They're not going to be there. Like, are we really going to get another E3 focusing on Mario Maker? They have that's, nothing else to say. I mean, insane. Nintendo's Nintendo, they're losing. You know, like it's just it, like they, they have to recalibrate. I mean, I, I couldn't believe last year when they weren't going to have a presence like like an E3 like conference. I was like, I can't believe this. They're just going to announce a hundred new amiibos. Fine, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's all fine. Sorry. I mean, clearly it's not. So mm-hmm. like, you know, the company is definitely evolving and changing, and I wonder. I, I'll be interested to see what they have to say. I really hope that they have some some aces, you know, some trump cards up their sleeve that they're going to be able to play because they need them. You know, they yeah, really I'm, need them. I'm really interested to see what they do with Mario specifically. I wonder if there will be a 3D like Galaxy sequel or whatever with it, or if they re- just do HD remasters of Galaxy One and Two. Or I'd play. Them. I mean, if you, they you make got Mario 3D Maker bland world. Or like maybe they just show off a ton of Mario Maker levels. And that's yeah. what we were saying. Like I that would be that it. was yeah. like last year's E3. Like I. I'm really excited about Mario Maker. It's gonna I think be great. That game's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I think that that's a great reason to play Wii U. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hopefully they don't focus on that again. I think Star Fox will probably be the the marquee game. But that's I mean that excites me though the fact that Star Fox might be their fucking game. I'm like yes, it's a good sign that. and it's a bad sign. Yeah, very true. Evan Cronus wants to know if you created a game, what would be the most important to you: story, gameplay, or presentation? Gameplay, gameplay, yeah, yeah. all day. Yeah, I love story, but yeah, if it's a if it's a slog to play through it, I don't exactly. I, I'll I'll read a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you know, I feel like gameplay is the the right answer, but like I think presentation definitely deserves a shout out there because it's like that makes that's the difference between an amazing game and a good game. Like if the gameplay is is, is good enough, but the presentation is immaculate, I feel like that makes it a very special experience. Yeah, but I mean like Tetris. The gameplay is the gameplay that, is, is yeah, and that's is, for from, sure from for the sure. list this morning. That's that's what the number one selling game is. Yeah, yeah. But then what the counterbalance? That's what gone home. Mm-hmm. Where the gameplay yeah. isn't really it, right? You're playing I mean, and, for the and, story. Yeah, and that's certainly I mean, it's a great and that piece, but debatable too. Is it story or presentation? Sure. You know, yeah. so Jack Daniels five Jack Daniels Daniels. Why is the gaming market the only market to deal with delays? Movies and music just get released on time. Bullshit. What Why is he talking is about? That's not true. Yeah, Throw this question out. <laughs> that's not true at all. I, I, that's that's a weird question. There have been albums that have been delayed by years. Yeah. And, mo- and movies that... Batman v Superman got delayed. Yeah, and, movie, and movies that are all delayed too. So Yeah. That, that, so yeah, that definitely happens. I think that yeah. we face gaming and gaming delays and that's such a prominent thing in our industry because 
games take so many years to make and so many people are involved and work on them and all that. Whereas movies take years to make, but movies turnaround times, I'd say average two, two and a half years. And that's one of those things where there's so many people working on that, but you can kind of have a a guess of when it's going to be finished. There's like an order to it all video games. There's so much Q and a testing. There's so much like things, stress tests and all this stuff that it needs to go through that, Things happen and things change and the, the, everything changes. Whereas movies, it's like it's going to end up in a the theater and it's going to show. We know it, it needs to be edited. It needs to be shot. Yeah. Like there's order. But I mean, even with movies, you're you have a starting point. You have people that are that you're shooting. Whereas a game, you have to build from the ground up. Yeah, that's true. And you have to. I mean, it's and you don't necessarily know how long that's going to take. Yeah, so. and I think that a lot of it, the business. It's just the the way that the industry does business. It's like there is the E3s where things are announced, and there is a pressure to announce things. So I feel like, I mean, movies have that too, and there's Comic-Con and all that, but I feel like gaming has a very unique system with E3 specifically, where there is a pressure to announce bigger things than the other guys announcing, even if you're not ready to announce it, which means people think that games are being delayed. I would be willing to bet that for the people out there listening, if you're upset about a game that you love being delayed, it probably never was actually delayed. You just heard about it and assumed it was going to come. Right. Out Nobody ever confirmed or denied if it was this year. And then yeah. they finally say it's spring of 2016. Like, oh, oh delayed. it's delayed. It's like, no. Oh, Witcher was delayed. There, there are <laughs> yeah, games that do get delayed. <laughs> exactly. You know, like games get delayed all the time. Yeah, yeah, it does happen. But I'm just saying, I feel like there's a bad stigma with delays yeah. that you're just misusing words. Yeah. Or know? somebody hears but, spring and thinks, you know, oh, early, yeah. early next year when spring technically doesn't happen until like end of march sure. yeah yeah i think i mean i think it, we're, we're more cognizant of it but you know movie like greg said movies get delayed and and i you know when you listen to bands give interviews albums always get delayed like it's always happening like out out you know bands will be in the winter be like oh our album's gonna be out next summer and it doesn't come out for another year after that yep. mm-hmm. like it always happens because you you it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. like delays are almost always good they're almost always a good thing that's what i've been trying to you know, would I want my one of my favorite bands to rush their album out and it's fucking half-ass mastered and the sounds a little off and they're not happy with these songs or they need a little bit more time to write and stuff like that? I'd rather have the album that they want. Same yep. thing with games. If they, you know, the guys at CD Projekt Red needed more time, they got more time. And um, here we are. And yeah, and the game's awesome. So, and I always use this as an example. Naughty Dog says that the difference between The Last of Us being okay and great was like literally six weeks. Mm-hmm. So like. They literally needed six weeks to like finish the game, and everyone forgets that game was delayed. And we are better off for it. it's one of the great games of mm-hmm. all time. So just be patient. But it's not. It might be endemic or an epidemic, I should say, in the gaming industry. But it's not exclusive to the gaming industry by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Daniel Salas, with smartphones around, will handheld consoles die out? Yes, I think eventually. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Or do the handhelds try and partner with the like cell phones? I mean, I think that's what it is. It's like, I don't, I think on a hardware perspective, yeah. they'll be gone. But yeah, Nintendo will make the stuff. Will Sony ever make? I mean, Sony has. They already like, did. They Sony have Mobile phones. already have. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for, it's a, it sucks, but I mean, the numbers speak for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. That's another thing we we're talking about with, you know, Nintendo still doing really pretty well with the 3DS because they have a market, a younger market, maybe that doesn't have phones or not as engaged with their phones and they play. You know, they want to play Pokemon and all those kinds of things. I'll be interested to see what that market looks like after DNA starts releasing games. Because yeah. once you can get your Nintendo fix on iOS, whether the games are good or bad, I have no idea. If they're going to be like Mario Endless Runners, are you going to get a real Pokemon game? I don't fucking know. God. But oh um, probably not. I, get I know, up. but my lord. Um, that's going that's to be so fucking good. I'll the NX sh- is the interesting thing. You, on- yeah, I'll be interested to see like what that all looks like. Vita is a clear sign 
another sign that, you know, handheld gaming is just a very small niche. And it's like we were talking about with, uh, I think, I don't know when we were talking about this on Colin McGregor, maybe on this show, where it's like the fact of the matter is that these bigger companies, Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo, they can't, they're not happy making just a little bit of money. That's not worth it for them. They'd rather not make a product at all if it's going to make them a little bit of money. They need to make money. They have shareholders and they need to reinvest this money. So, if a, in a shrinking market like handhelds, does it make sense for these companies to make these these products anymore? Clearly not. Yeah. You know. So I think that certainly Sony. Well, I said Sony is the company that's crazy enough to make another handheld, and I think that they are the they. I still think there's a chance they would. They're not going to. And Nintendo, the NX might be their their hybrid or their phone or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. But mm-hmm. yeah, the handheld, the only, handheld gaming's dying. The only world you can see where Sony's like we're going to make another handheld, right? Is if they're like we're going to do what with we'll say Vita 2, what we did with PlayStation 4, where we have the conference and we're like, hey, everybody, we heard you. We put two triggers on it. We removed all the touch functionality. And somehow, ever, not ever, this is what I'm, in the, somehow every game on PlayStation 4 is cross-by, yeah. cross-play. Mm-hmm. And I know that's impossible, but you know what I'm saying? Well, like, that's the kind of move too. they need. Sorry? You're forgetting one. one and also, ladies and gentlemen, we know we fucked up by not having Crash Bandicoot. So here's Brash, Can- here's Brash Candipoot. Yep. He's a new character we made. Yeah. <laughs> you know, awesome like, fuck you, Brash Activision. Candipoot. We got Brash Candipoot. <laughs> see, to that point, I would be very... Because I'm very, I'm very curious as to what um, like a PlayStation experience looks like without the handheld in the ecosystem. Right. Because that, I mean, that was a huge component of because the, they that, finally that had event. their audience in a barrel, and, right? And now that the you know the PlayStation is uh, the the PS3 is you know fading away, what if they continue doing that? What will like it, it's it can't just be a bunch of PS4 stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I we talked about this I think last week where I was like, I'm interested to see what Vita, what kind of FaceTime Vita gets at E3. Nothing. If they don't say anything about Vita, then you know that the there, die is cast for that. This thing. is the whole thing. Though, is what does nothing mean? Because they'll have games out there like, and buy, this yeah. is going to be cross buy, cross play day one with Vita. That, that that's going to be it. There will be games announced that are shown for this. There'll be a sizzle reel that'll have some fucking stupid ass shit. We'll rewind. It's like, was that Pat upon? I don't know. <laughs> or what if that the Vita with double triggers is is an E3 announcement? Mind blown. That'd be yeah, awesome. Does that surplant Fallout 4? I mean, that that would have the possibility, right? But I mean, <laughs> they're, that, not, they're but not going down. The whole thing, exactly. The whole thing would have Crash to change. Shoes crazy. Shoes I'm calling it out. Crash Bandicoot or fucking Brash They'd have to come out and be like, hey, everybody, here's we've redesigned the beat again, given it two triggers for remote play. Memory cards are getting knocked in half on terms of price. And also, Brash Candipoop. Yeah. <laughs> he comes Introduce out. He's him. got blue fur and orange shorts. He's <laughs> Codex fucking screaming off stage. New, new developer, Dottie Nog. <laughs> All right. Attaboy's just flipping off Activision as he walks away. Fred Asparagus, why do some games not allow you to pause? For example, Bloodborne. How do you think it would give me an edge? How? <laughs> yeah, that shit's annoying to me too, but the, the, the idea that, I mean, that world's designed for people to jump in and out even if you don't yeah. want that to happen or if you turn that functionality off. So I think that that's just their baseline. Yeah. It annoys the shit out of me too. Like in a game like that, you have to just find a safe corner yeah. corner like a nook and just walk away like i hate that shit too like there's there's a few things i've said before in the past like where if i were to design a game that just seemed like no-brainers to me that's one of them right give just pause the game like what's the big deal and the other thing is like button mapping like just map whatever you want i don't care what you want to do i hate mm-hmm. when people are like this is the way the game's played this is our control scheme this is our control scheme this is the way it's gonna feel I'm like why why can't i just map it mm-hmm. you know like what's the to give players some some choices yeah that's that's a great point though it's annoying as shit when you can't pause the game but I mean, to that point, like, I wonder how much extra work goes into creating that functionality where you could just kind of map everything to everything. Sure. 
is it for i mean like i never change the settings on my i just play the game that the way they told me to play it and really and just oh, go man, with it i get in there and i'm like i tweak this living shit out of stuff i want it to be perfect i can't do it the witcher's the witcher's an interesting example like where you have to press circle to climb in the witcher and i'm like that doesn't make any sense like why would it why why would i press circle double click i will say that i to call your horse i, like, I take that back i did go and change uh final fantasy 7 every time i play that i switch oh, circle and Japanese X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's just a night i mean you don't have to do it and i'd say 99 percent of the games i don't touch the controls at all except for inverting the axis or whatever but right. um it's just why not you know what I mean? Like, give give people some choice and some control. It's, Halo was always really good at that, I thought. Even with, like, Southpaw controls and stuff, which is, like, unheard of today. You know, like, yeah. a lot of games don't do that anymore. Yeah. Brown Bear asks, will Bethesda give us a remastered edition of Skyrim and the Fallout games, as well as Fallout 4? I think it's within the realm of possibility. I, I sure. say no to the Fallout games. Skyrim, yeah. I think, is, oof, that's, like... The only reason with not doing it is I feel like it would steal some of Fallout's thunder. Mm. If that makes sense. You yeah, know what I mean? Think, I mean already, you think it would steal the thunder even if it's just HD? Yeah, I, I mean, do, they're already trying to get people on 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 Elder Scrolls online. Good point. That's an excellent point, too. I forgot about that. That's like, a that's, really good that's point. That's coming to console, like, a, what, a week before E3? So yeah. but they're, they're going to be trying to hype that and not necessarily yeah. say, I think hey. it does because if you're a Skyrim fan, you're like, the guys who did Skyrim are now putting out this game. Then you're like, oh, cool. But if like and they're putting out Skyrim as well, then you're starting to split the audience. And Well, I can only play one 60-hour RPG. Yeah. Okay. I still I think that's totally within the realm of possibility. I think it's possible. Don't get me wrong. General Comrade. Do you think we'll ever see another Advanced Wars or Battalion Wars? Oh, fuck. Advanced yes. Wish. <laughs> I do. You, you do? Yeah. Advanced yeah. Nothing's so ever good. dead, man. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's dead, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Not but Nintendo, Nintendo, especially. Not Nintendo, Nintendo doesn't go back to the right games. Yeah, that's no the problem. Yeah, they don't. But like, <laughs> like Advance War would work on a phone pretty well. You know, they yeah. got, they're going to have to start going through the catalog and awesome. starting to figure out what makes sense on their phone or on the phone on a phone, iOS and Android. Yeah, and I think that uh, the obvious thing to do is make Pokemon games. But apart from that, like you have to go Fire in your catalog Bob. and be like, well, Fire Emblem and Advance Wars work really well. But what would, like, what would the microtransaction look like in an Advance Wars? I don't know. Different vehicles, power-ups, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the problem. War for three yeah. squares for $3. That's but the, then, that's but the then you run style. into your, your Plants vs. Zombies where yeah. you won't play that Advance Wars. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, they, uh, I hope Nintendo still gives people the option to just buy the fucking game. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think the... I'm, I'm something to, tells me that Nintendo's not gonna go too far down the horrible microtransaction route. Like, I think it will be an option, but I think you'll be able to buy the Pokemon game that will come eventually in my dreams, and you can just pay for it. It'll be right there with the, the MMO one. Yeah. yeah, there's every there's every reason to be scared of what DNA is going to do to Nintendo because that is their style. And Kotaku wrote a really good piece about that a few weeks ago, or like just so you know, this is what DNA does. All of the, like they dominate the charts. All of their games are microtransaction laden and free, and this is probably what Nintendo's going to look like. And I lo- I read that I'm like it's an interesting point, but Nintendo has enough sway with DNA and they own a piece of DNA now where they can. They can be like, well, this is not the way we make games. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to be microtransactions and free to play games, but hopefully they're like, you know, but our players don't necessarily want that. So give them the option to buy the premium version of the game outright. And if they don't buy that, then you can fucking nickel and dime them. And that was the, pro- yeah. the point you were bringing up with Plants vs. Zombies, too. I couldn't play that game after a while because I'm like, I can't fucking handle this. Like, I would have gladly given you $20. I would give you $50 mm-hmm. for this game, but because you're just busting my balls all the time, I'm not giving you shit. Yeah. You know, like, so they need to they need to be careful about that and understand their consumer. If they want to bring Nintendo fans to phones, they gotta mm-hmm. they have to understand the sense. I think it'll be both. I yeah. think it's gonna be there's gonna be the couple games that you can pay the twenty dollar experience and there will be a lot of free to play, just 
mobile games. We'll I, mean, see. I, I don't, I don't play mobile all that much, but I picked up, um, uh, like the Final Fantasy fan that I am, I picked up the new one, Final Fantasy Record Keeper, which mm-hmm. is by DNA. And the pay, to, the pay element in that is like you can spend some money to get a chance at better gear. Like you, can, you get free gear, you get a free gear drop every day. Uh, that's rated on a scale of five and if you pay you can get a guaranteed three star or better mm. but you also can get like mithril to to like store up and buy one of those things out the gate so the 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 models there if you want to pay you can try and try your luck at getting more gear it's one of those things i'm never going to because it's still playing the lottery to sure, get sure. the better gear yeah like there's no guarantee i'm gonna get the thing that i'm i'm hoping to get mm-hmm. final question for the day slurpy man tony Nice. Love it. What games on the PS4 would you go back and play with Spotify music playing? I thought this was an interesting question. Is there a game? Does that change the experience enough for you guys? Uh, sorry, which which console? PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4. Yeah, yeah now with Spotify functionality. I just, it's never, no. it's so rare for me to play a game and mute it and play, you know what I mean? Like, it happens, like DC Universe Online. I, 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 used, and I used to play pod, uh, podcasts and just run around and do whatever, like farm exo bits or whatever. Something like that where I put in 500 hours, I have nothing new to hear or do. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a different thing. But other games I want to yeah. hear all of it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm a something big... like Borderlands or Diablo, like where it is just kind sure. of loot grinding. Yeah. Destiny. Yeah, I might, I might yeah. do that. I'm weird when it comes to anything like movies or TV You're shows, weird. or I'm, I'm very weird. Video games, but I I, I want whatever they designed for me. Mm-hmm. I want that mm-hmm. whole experience. So it's like even if it is just menu like clings and clangs and stuff. Like I want to clings hear little sound effects and stuff. I, like I have, I mean, I have distinct memories of because I didn't always used to be that way. Uh, like I, I like any time I play or think of Chrono Cross, I associate with bare naked ladies and mm. vice versa sure, because sure. like I played that game with the sound off and was listening to a couple mm-hmm. of their albums just kind of on repeat and loop. Yeah, and so those two are forever linked for me. I don't I, like it's I don't know if I need that experience with other things. I mean, if I'm playing something like Civilization, I might do that, but that's not playstation 4 so yeah i remember back with the original xbox it was a big deal that you could uh, rip cds to the xbox and then there were certain games you could like yep. listen to the whatever music you had and that was really cool but that was part of the thing if the spotify playlist were then actually in the games oh. it only works for certain games. like sports games would be great if i could have if i could do gta a radio station was my spotify yeah. playlist yeah. that'd be awesome. that would be awesome but just having spotify instead of stuff there's no game i'd go back and sure and do that with even a peace walker there, you click on your Walkman, a snake, walk around, you just play your... your uh... Well, no, see, but that's awesome if you did that. Yeah. But if it's just having Spotify instead of the game, like, sure. no. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not down with that. But I, I love that in Metal Gear Solid 4, where it had... You could just listen to the... Find music in the game yeah. and listen to it, yeah. That was good. It was really, really cool. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the... You real, know. real quick, and I ask one last question, oh, yes. since I've got Colin here. Uh-huh. Um, PS4, best game now, Resogun or Shovel Knight? Ooh. Oh, Resogun. Still Resogun? Because I, I think that Resogun's native to PS4. Shovel Knight's really not. So, And I still think Resogun's probably a better game. Okay. Uh, it's the same thing, argument with The Last of Us. The Last of Us is obviously a great game. It's a 10. But um, it's native to PS3. So I'd still say Resogun's the best PS4 game. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Well, that's, been, that's been bothering me for months. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping you awake and now S- you're talking Since they announced it at PlayStation Experience, I was like, oh, oh I shit. wonder what Colin's going to think now. Game changer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the first and last ever. Episode 21 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes. These are the coolest dudes in video games, Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller. And that beautiful son of a bitch over there is Trevor Starkey. He's one of you, just like we are. We're all one. Best friends, all of us. This table, 
kind of funny. I'm just throwing out words at this point. But thank you so much for joining us. This has been a lot of fun. Do you, you have a good me. time? I had a great time. Good. I, I was so glad I, I managed to not just kind of sit here silently the whole time. No, you did oh really good. God, no, yeah, you were very really good. Engaging. Good. Everything was great about this. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, do something nice for your community. That was, that was really nice. Like yeah. plant a tree. Yeah, plant a tree or something. Get be a, a, stop, be a get a stop line installed. Be a vigilante. Don't do that. Go out and find people doing no. bad things and you punch them. <laughs> and punch the bad guys. Yeah, that's what... Just it, punch them hard. Yeah. yeah. Then call mm-hmm. the cops. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how Batman started. Me neither. There's no movies dictating that. There's No no one's ever told that story of how Batman bad. got started. His parents were bad. They don't they, understand. No, they died in an alley, Greg. I don't think that's right. No, the, yeah, others. You're thinking of Daredevil. Definitely not. No, Daredevil's dad died in a fight. <laughs> Fuck! Yeah. Fuck, I'm so bad at this. I, I wanted to bring up that I was wearing my baller shirt because this obviously is, yeah. for this community, what baller feels like. Yeah, fuck, damn it. Oh, next week, I will. I mean, I'm still recording. No. Well, Hi, well, I, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a possible end credits tag if you want to do that. Um, if I were young, I would run without stopping. If I were old, I would cherish my days. If I were you, I would... Fuck, what's the line? Count, count all my blessings. And if you were here, we'd, whoa, fly away. Go beyond Danny and Tori, two-player co-op. Put that at the end of this thing. Piss yeah. poor Christopher Walken impression. Oh, trust me. Thank you. Yeah. It's been an absolute utmost pleasure to serve you. <laughs> thank you. Dude, thank you.